That's us. So what's Joe Rose's story this morning? I see. Holy Mackinac! This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God. Get ready to rock. Saturday, March 32nd, the real American Idol is coming to town. My William You get it all in one amazing night. William Hung, live. And the dome is rocking. Don't bother knocking. William Hung at the dome, Saturday, March 32nd. Tickets are on sale wherever you order takeout. I was going to ask, is William hung, but we can't say that no more, can we? No. Hey, is William... Huh? What do you think? About what? William? Uh, do you think William should we be hung? We can't even say, uh, yeah. Two minutes after 10 at 560 WQM, we've got some sensational, some fabulous news for you right off the bat. You know what it is? The baseball game? Right. Oh, it's you. Marlins baseball at 1250, 10-1. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. I thought you said you weren't going to uh, remind them at the beginning of the show. No, I am reminding. It puts me in a really good mood. <laughs> yeah. Screw them. Anyway, we got uh, Heather Mills today behind the beaded curtain for those of you 18 plus or maybe, you know, like very close to 18, like or 18 in a day or whatever. Those of you who lie. Those of you who lie a lot, like our uh, government. Miami Herald, I'm fascinated by their web poll on their <laughs> website every day. <laughs> Guess how many votes they have on their web poll today, which has to do with this story. We'll get to that in a minute. Sherborne, Massachusetts, a Miami soldier who served six months in Iraq and then refused to return after relief said yesterday, I can no longer be an instrument of violence and turn himself into military authorities. Staff Sergeant Camilo Mejia, a National Guard infantryman for five years after three years of active Army duty, explained his decision to seek conscientious objector status at an event organized by peace activists. I'm not against the military. The military has been my family, he said. My commanders are not evil, but this war is evil. I did not sign up for the military to go halfway around the world to be an instrument of oppression. Well said, Sergeant Camilo. So the Herald poll is about uh, what do you think, you know? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What's your take? Guess how many votes are on the Herald poll? About 30. No. No? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. 13, one of which is mine. Going a little crazy. Unlucky 13. So uh, maybe you want to go on the Herald website, click on where it says News, and uh, you'll very quickly you'll see the uh, poll there. I don't want to waste my time reading it. Oh, speaking of polls, Bush moves ahead of Kerry, which is really scary. This is the CBS News poll. Two weeks ago, it was Kerry 47% in the same poll and Bush 46%, because the polls, of course, this time of the year, they're all over the place. Now, as of, uh, when was this poll taken, George? Mm. Well, the poll, is this thing is like 8,000 pages long. Let's see, the poll, uh, they should have it on here. They ought to. Oh, man, this is the most recent poll, but I don't see it uh, nowhere on here. Well, this is the very latest <laughs> from uh, CBS News. Uh, right now, it's uh, Bush 46, Kerry 43%. So Bush hasn't gained any, but Kerry's lost 4%. Where do you think those 4% probably went, George? Gee, I don't know. Maybe to Ralph Nader? Uh-oh. Ooh. 
Which goes to show you, no matter how stupid and stubborn people were four years ago, they still want to be stupid and stubborn this time, including Ralph Nader. You idiot, you asshole, you. So there you go. But that it's kind of meaningless right now. They asked, is your mind made up? Now, of everybody, 71% said yes, which leaves, you know what percent that are still undecided? About 30, man. Pretty close to it. Kerry voters, 70% of them are absolute rock solid. Bush voters, 76% rock solid, and they're going to church right now to pray for them. And then it's got a whole, well, I'm not going to waste my time with it, and I'm not going to even put it on the website, because the polls are all over the place this time. Let's take a look at our poll from yesterday, which they hated. They hated that poll, but we still got about almost 1,400 votes. What did we get? Uh, 1,386. That's not too shabby. It's not our usual stellar total. It's certainly a little bit more than the Herald. <laughs> <laughs> the prestigious Miami Herald. I don't think anybody really reads the Herald, you know what? I don't know anybody who does. Let's see. What does this say? Please read this off the air. You are the best. I've rescued countless pets. My ki my pets are my kids. Tony's a... It's a comedy what, what is this? Please well, read this off the air. It's hysterical. You might want to read it on the air anyway. Should I? Well, they don't want you to. I have a request which I doubt can be fulfilled, um, but I'm going to ask anyway. My best girlfriend... Oh, this is almost like the one that wants me to go to lunch with uh, Sean in Hollywood. Oh, it's a great faxer. What? Much, it's much better. Is it? Sure. My best girlfriend, who thinks the world of you and has been a Neil Rogers diehard for many years, is slowly losing her battle with breast cancer. This, I'm very sorry to hear that. I can, well, why are you having me read this on the air? This is sad. Yeah, it is. So then why are you having me read it on the air? Are you um, some kind of a uh, sadist? Prick? Yeah. I've known her for 15 years. She is uh, a fag, my fag hag. What, what does this mean? I don't, she I don't know. She has called and faxed your show countless times. Well, this is terrible. This is a very sad thing, and you're encouraging me to read this on the I wasn't air. Encouraging you to read Don't blame me, uh, whoever sent this to me, Tony. Uh, blame George. He's a prick. I'm setting up the lunch for you. And I'm not going to lunch with anybody, okay? I'm sorry. I'm very sorry to hear this, and it's bad news. And I'm in Toronto anyway, so I'm not going to be going to lunch with nobody uh, there. I may be going to lunch with myself today at 12:50. But uh, I wish you all the best, and I'm sorry to hear this, uh, Anthony. It's uh, sad, Tony. And her name is Barry. I wish you the best, Barry. But uh, what am I? Why did you do this to me? This was, uh, you know, let me ask you, how much was that washer dryer again? Fourteen dollars. <laughs> well, Josh told me while you were out taking a uh, dump, he told me he's paying the balance. But of course, it's going to take him many, many years to save up that much. The other eight hundred and thirty-six bucks. Ten percent of his. Paycheck. Don't do that again. That, that, the right. guy is serious. It's a sad thing. She's dying from I, breast I, cancer, I, I and you're making a joke part. out of it. I didn't see that part. I just read. Oh, I end. see. You didn't see that part. No, yeah, conveniently you didn't see that part. That's a good excuse. No, skip to the end. Well, don't skip to the end. Don't be like uh, jumping around reading that's, this and reading that's that. How I read I've, books I've too. done that. There was an article I started reading last week. One day on the air, I said, "Boy, this is a great article." And I, I had try to always read. I can't always read the whole thing because some right. are long, but I try to at least make sure I get the gist of the whole thing. And I, then I realized it was a piece of crap. It was a bunch of right wing propaganda. I do that all the time. So I'm sorry, Tony, that George is an asshole, but uh, he just can't help himself. I'm an asshole. Apologize. I apologize. Okay, here's our... See, he's even making a joke out of that. I can't help it. Okay, let's see. The uh, How come I don't see the poll result? That's because they're all looking at Heather Mills is, again. Yeah, now, why, see, I shouldn't server. say that. Huh? Internal server error. Oh, mine doesn't even say anything. It just went blank because they're all looking at Heather Mills naked, and they want to see them boobies and all that. Well, that's great. Oh, they want to see them... Okay. Right. So when this thing pops up again, I'll let you know <laughs> how the poll came out from yesterday. This is really sad. This is pathetic. Um, but you know what it reminds me of? 
Well, two things. Number one, that Clarence is an asshole. Hey, Clarence, we really would like to know, and I mentioned it to Duff, but of course her excuse is she was on a busman's holiday in Orlando for three days, wasn't working yesterday. But on Friday, Clarence did mention he had gotten a lot of calls and uh, uh, emails about Joe and Mark. And it would be nice if he'd given us up an update in two ways. Number one, is there anything new in that situation? And number two, is he getting a big response? I mean, that would be a nice thing to know, as opposed to treating us like a mushroom and keeping us in the dark which is the QMF and way, that's what they always do. But, of course, Clarence this morning was uh, AWOL. He was uh, not around, nowhere to be found. Internal server error, the same crap. So I'll give you the result from yesterday's poll when it's good and ready, when we get around to it, when we can see it. First, though, here's a, and, you know, the other thing I was going to say is how many people do you really think? What percentage of people? I mean, talk is cheap. Everybody belly X. Oh, we're pissed off. They took Howard Stern off the air. Here was the number one. Rated show in the market. Right. Number one in men in the morning, by far. He had a 10 share, sometimes 11 or 12 share, like we used to in the glorious days before Greg screwed the station up. But at any rate, uh, here was the number one, the most listened to station in the market. It just disappeared overnight because Cheap Channel is so pious <laughs> and so much holier than now because they're peeing in their pants that they're going to lose all their licenses. And where, where's the response? I mean, I'm sure they got a lot of uh, letters and... You know, stuff like that. But, but are people, like, marching on the Cheap Channel building? No, no. Are they out there protesting? No. You know, I mean, we put the seven, uh, the eight Cheap Channel South Florida stations. I, I guess we'll find out when a book comes out, right? I guess. April 1st, and this is no fool, and that'll be the next trend, but it'll really show when April 29th when the winter rating book comes out, and then we'll see whether people are going to put their ass where their mouth is. Oh, here it is. Here's If I do it quickly, uh, we can give you the poll result from yesterday. It just popped up. <laughs> What website do you like best for news and information? NeilRogers.com. We didn't want to put it on there because it looks self-serving, but we did anyway. 590, 42.1%. Thank you. I don't read the Internet for news and information. 209. I just want to see about a lot of boobies. DrudgeReport.com, 108, which shows that we had a lot of people out there who like gossip columns and no interesting hard news. Uh, BuzzFlash.com, 69. CommonDreams.org, 60. SmirkingChimp.com, 59. I don't want to, like, bust their balls or anything. I did make them a nice donation on Saturday, and I support them a 1,000% whether they ever link to us or not, but I noticed they haven't done that yet. Maybe they're getting around to it, you think? No. You don't think they're going to give us a link? They've got a, a thing on there with, like, uh, links to the left and radio and TV and this place and that place and this publication. They're not going to give us a link? Why not? Smirkingchimp.com, 59. I like them anyway. they got great uh, stuff. I do. Fill, I do fillthevoid.net, 36. Michaelmoore.com, 36. Fark. Dot com. That's F-A-R-K. Got it? Fark.com, 31. The BBC, 28. Salon.com, 26. Smokinggun.com, 25 right-wingers out there. Uh, the Nation, 25. The Drudgery Tort, 16. Mediahors.com, which I love, although they're not updating much lately, uh, 14. Tom Payne, 14. Newsmax.com, 11 delusional right-wing lunatics. Takebackthemedia.com, 9. Democratic Underground, 9. Truthout.com, 6. Antiwar.com, 5. Uh, Refdesk.com, 4. That's a good uh, website. Remember the guy called yesterday? Right. Or faxed. And I checked that out. It's good. It's, you know, it's links, but it's uh, good stuff. Um, Axisoflogic.com, 3. Newstrove.com, 3. Newsmakingnews.com, 1. And Emporium.turnpike.net, 1. Out of just one less than 1,400 votes. Not too shabby. Well, and it's a damn good thing I got that on there because now I'm trying to refresh the thing. And it's uh, like, oh, it's so refreshing, like lilacs. 
So I do have a uh, fax here that I got from John in Pembroke Pines, which I'm going to read, which is emblematic of what I'm talking about. How many people really are going to do anything? You know, to call a talk show. Well, you bumble, bah, I'm pissed off. Yeah, well, yeah. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to write a letter? No, no. Going to send an email? No. Going to send a telegram? No. Going to send a donkey's ass over there to Cheap Channel and bitch him out? No. No. They're not going to do anything. So we'll see if they revolt at least with their uh, diaries and with their listening habits. And, if they, and believe me, I'm not doing that in a self-serving way because just because they turn off the Cheap Channel uh, station doesn't mean we're going to get one more listener from that. So it's not being done from a selfish standpoint. It's just being uh, giving you an, uh, an option to do something to strike back. That's all. Giving you an outlet other than just uh, pictures of boobies and like <laughs> that stuff. 10.13 at 5.60 WQAM. It's a short Tuesday for us, baby. 12.50 the pregame show to Marlins and the Orioles at 105. Oh. Man, do we love that from Jupiter, no less. It's out of this world. And this is out of this world, too. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need. It's the only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are incredible. You pay zero closing costs, zero application fee, zero credit bureau fee, and even zero discounted points. How about those Leafs last night? Oh! Get the new low interest rate at just 1.25%. $100,000 loan, your payments are only 334 a month. A $200,000 loan, you pay only 668 a month. I noticed Fat Boy didn't come around this morning because the Leafs played Buffalo last night because Buffalo blew it. Don't forget, once you refinance or get you a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you'll never pay closing costs again. Call them toll-free, 1-866-395-LEND. That's their new number. Get the low-rate mortgage you deserve and then move to your next property with no further cost or expense. You pay them zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property. Get yourself that unbeatable financing rate of just 1.25% from the financial group with the only one mortgage and never pay closing costs again. For details, no obligation, call them toll-free today. Find out about it, 1-866-395-LEND. That's 1-866-395-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Rate subject to change monthly, 4.21 APR. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Bastard. at 560 WQAM. Here's our poll question today. How has the clear channel dumping of Howard Stern affected your listening? We got two, four, six, seven excellent choices. In fact, uh, it's already up there. By the way, it's not Sten, Eric. I don't want to pick on your spelling, but it's not Howard Sten. Maybe maybe Eric needs a stenographer or something like that. Howard Sten? Maybe he needs a Sten cell transplant. 
Anyway, how has the clear channel dumping of Howard Stern affected your listening? Not much. I listen to Stern on the net. Not Stan, Eric. Stern. 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 I listen to music in the morning now. I listen to Howard Davided now. Mo. Oh, my God. I listen to Paul and Ron now. I don't listen to the radio before 10. I listen to Mo and Joe Rose now, and I never listen to Stern anyway. So there's a whole bunch of really good choices, which I think we covered it all, didn't we? I think. Looks like it. So far... Ten say, I never listen to Stern anyway. That's ten out of twenty-one. Just getting going. I don't listen to the radio before ten. Six. I listen to music in the morning now, two. Not much. I listen to Stern on the net, two. I listen to Mo and Joe Rose now, one. I listen to Paul and Ron now, zero. Zero. Paul and old Ron have got zero of Howard's audience. Wow. And I listen to Mo Howard David now. <laughs> oh! But at least he's got the, with the, with Joe. He's got one. See? See that? Mm -hmm. I let him off the hook. Now, maybe those people just only listen to Joe, but I didn't put that on because that would be bad. It would make Mo look a little worse than he actually is. Absolutely. It's not an easy, easy feat. Okay, here's this uh, fax from John in Pembroke Pines. Man, I'm really uh, psyched about this Marlin game. Let's go Marlins! <laughs> huh? What? I think Curtis is right. Great. Let's do a sports show. Let's play some leaf highlights from that thrilling overtime win against Buffalo last night. They're down 5-2 after two periods. They come back and tie it in the final seconds and win it in overtime. Calm down, Joe. Lost his voice there in OT. But, of course, Rimmer says he's a screamer. Yeah, you only wish. You only wish, Rimmer. But anyway, uh, great game. Here's uh, the facts from John that I keep threatening to read. It says, I was extreme. This is to Peter Deutsch, Representative Peter Deutsch. He usually is a pretty good guy, but unfortunately was one of those Democrats who voted in favor of that uh, radio censorship bill, is what I call it, that indecency bill. And it was indecent, all right. It says, I was extremely disappointed and surprised of your vote in favor of H.R. 3717. Like many, I feel that the Democratic Party has moved away from the principles and policies that we support. Your siding with the religious right constituency of President Bush has left me without meaningful representation in Congress. While I can't take back my prior votes for you, I will not support you in any future campaigns. As you know, one of the most popular radio shows in South Florida, Howard Stern, has been removed from the airwaves. Once this legislation is signed into law, I'm sure that the very popular Neil Rogers show will be targeted next by the religious right that you now support. Hopefully you'll change parties very soon so that a real Democrat may run and give those of us in your district a meaningful choice in the upcoming election. Before you dismiss me as some crazy youth, I'm a 50-year-old CPA, signed John with a last name in Pembroke Pines. Nice going, John. You go, boy. But you see, most people won't do that. They'll just sit back and say, oh, gee, woe is us. What are we going to do? Which is why we do put the uh, information on our website and try our best to give you an outlet to uh, make your voice heard to do something without having to, like, uh, sit down like in the old days and write snail mail, a longhand letter, and, you know, and send it out and hope that somebody reads it, right? Right. Now you send an email and you hope that somebody reads it, even though, you know, they probably won't. But at least you try to do something. You make an effort. Boy, this this uh, picture, this uh, uh, Heather Mills, I thought it was okay. It certainly wasn't in the same league with Avian Barbeau yesterday. No, but do you think so? She's got a big rack, though. Ah! 
ah, 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 ah. Don't start talking about her oven now, please. Okay. <laughs> oh, and uh, because that's... it's appliance week at the Rodriguez house, let's not start uh, not with that crap. Remember, the last guy used to talk about big racks on his radio station. Won't see him no more. Right. Won't see him or hear him no more on his station. But it's important to mention that uh, that's a picture of Heather Mills with both her legs. What does that mean? She only has one now. She only has one leg? Mrs. Paul McCartney lost a leg in an accident. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I guess I did know that, but I forgot about it. Nevertheless, that's a pre-peg-leg picture. Well, of you Heather. sure got more bad news today. And between this uh, and that uh, poor lady that's got the I'm breast so cancer and her friend the Tony, and now you're uh, picking on Heather Mills having only one leg, what's it going to be next? I'm going to drive them up to see you just to make up for it. <laughs> for Christ's sake, I only had one. Oi! Right. <laughs> Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Maybe Mo Howard David was right. Maybe they've all forgotten about the Howard Stern thing already, and they're just going on with life. And maybe it was a couple of week deal. People got pissed off a little bit, and that's it. Maybe they don't care about freedom of speech. I don't see uh, people getting psychotic about it. Certainly ain't no alien. WQAM, hello. Hey Neil. Yes sir. Hey, how you doing? Um, just to add, maybe one to your poll this morning. Um... I try and listen to Bob and Tom when I can pick them up off of a Fort Myers station called 94.5 Arrow. Right. So you can pick them up if the conditions are right, you know, the weather. Well, so that's, that's right. And they're, also in, they're also in Palm Beach on, uh, I don't know, is it ZZR? One of those. Uh, the Gator. A Gator, that's, like I said. That's true. And pro probably also people can pick them up off the net somewhere if they wanted to. But, Excellent. Um, Good choice. Thanks also, a lot, Kyle. One thing yes. I wanted to also add to you to uh, talk to you about. Was, yep. uh, was that, remember the, like, last week you had the poll about the, the words that people say that drive you nuts? Right. Well, there's also, you ever heard people like from Buffalo area that, that pack like Merrick and Car and Park? You ever heard people say that? No, not from Buffalo, from Boston say is, that. Not is from that Buffalo. Boston? Because there's this one guy that used to live next to me. He said, I'm going to go down to the park when it gets Pac dark. Macau. Yeah, that's a it, Boston thing. And feed the shark a Clark bar with rhubarb marmalade. <laughs> okay. Calm down, Pally. Uh, send over some whatever you're smoking. Listen to Bob and Tom. That We need to add that onto our pool. Now, are you able to add these extra choices, or does Eric have to do that? Uh, Josh can. He's got the power. Josh is uh, putting it on there right now. He's sticking it on. Empowered to do so. He's got the power. Let's hear it. Don't say power. Kid Scurvy will come running down the hall and let you have what for. Kid Curry is a great guy. He's a real radio guy. We were discussing this the other day. It's too bad that he's got some assholes working on his radio station. Although I, I don't believe the whole Joe and Mark story anyway. I think it's contrived. I think it's a cost-cutting measure. I asked this morning, I asked George, I said, what do we got on Saturday morning instead of Joe Costello's fine motorsport Saturday show that was becoming very popular? And he didn't have any idea. So I looked at the schedule, which is probably a pretty good idea. Here it is Saturday. 7 o'clock Saturday morning, we got South Florida golf scene with Mark Wood and Tim Forte, whatever the hell that is. 8 o'clock, we got Sporting News Radio before Sports. Joe Rose comes on from the Miccosukees. Sporting News Radio. And you want to know why? Because it's free. Oui. Just like tonight, we'll have 2 to 5 in the morning overnight, Sporting News Radio, because it's free. It's crap. Nobody wants to hear it, but it's free. So I think the whole thing is just a cost-cutting measure. I, I think it sounds like a good lawsuit to me. <laughs> Sports Radio 5 All right. I'm listening. No hand. There's no need to feel down or have no feet. You can touch to the ground a new eyeball. So put your glass eyeball down. There's a place you can be. Happy flatters. There's a special today for some fingers. 
It's double coupon day if you're buying. Less than 10 parts you'll find you can use their new Express line. They sell the body parts at UCLA. They sell the body parts at UCLA. Oh, they have everything from a thumb to a jaw. All you need is your own saw. You get your body parts at UCLA. All sorts of body parts at UCLA. You can get a new heart, even a naughty part. You can put it on your credit card. Now, see how appropriate that is with that Heather Mills picture we got up there after what you told me about poor Heather? We have a song about her, as a matter of fact. What is it called? Uh, she only has one leg. We really have that such a song? Sure. She only has one leg. It's great. It's a great song, too. <laughs> uh, no, we it's don't hysterical. have no song. Huh? She we only have one called She leg. Has a Show, but we certainly don't have Every one. Every morning when she gets up, I can't help but stare. When she pulls on her prosthetic cloth, her feet it come to wear oil paint. She only has one leg. Only needs one stocking. Only needs one shoe. Boots through the house on a gift cart. She only has one leg. She was dressed up when I saw her from her better side. I didn't know she had a stub that dangled underneath her thigh or anything. She only has one leg. She only has one leg. I don't think I ever played that, did I? Sure you have. Get out of town. I'm telling you. Any, uh, anyway, we got 128 votes. I'm getting the chills just from uh, listening to that. that was, <laughs> I like that bongos part. That just really did it for me. Made the hair on the back of my neck uh, curl. How has the Clear Channel dumping of Howard Stern affected your listening, boys and girls? 128 votes. I never listened to Stern anyway. 45. That's 35 percent. percent. I don't listen to radio before 10 now. 28. I listen to music in the morning now, 20. I listen to Mo and the Joe Rose Show now, 14. Oh, oh hallelujah, Mo. Absolutely. How do you like that? Boy, talk about desperate. Not much. I listen to Stern on the net, 8. See, it's kind of hard to be listening to Howard on the net when you're, like, uh, in a car on the way to work when you're... You see what I'm saying? Right. I listen to Paul and old Ron now, 7. Boy, that's even more desperate. I listen to Howard Davided now. I'll buy his lonesome 4, but not Joe. Just Howard Davided. And I listen to Bob and Tom up here out of 128 votes in the early going. There's a good a good book coming out today. 
which somebody faxed us yesterday, and I appreciate it very much. This is, uh, I think this is from Jim, uh, what's his name, Sullivan, isn't it? Okay. I think so, even though his name is not here. I, you Just get to the point where you start recognizing the... Yes, um, yeah. the font. Exactly. Uh, in fact, we're playing a little Wayne Fontana and the Mindbenders a little later on. Have you heard of this book coming out tomorrow, meaning today, called House of Bush, House of Saud? They've been excerpting it in Salon under the books link. It doesn't look like anything new to uh, those like you who have taken the time to put things together from different non-mainstream sources, but it appears to do this neatly for the general public. It's written by Craig Unger, U-N-G-E-R, Craig Unger. <coughs> House of Bush, House of Saud, the secret relationship between the world's two most powerful dynasties. So if you've been suspicious about this great relationship between the Bushes and the Bin Ladens, for example, and the Saudi princes like Prince Bandar and all these other Shmatehad Goyim, well, here's a chance for you to figure it out a little bit more. Craig Unger, it's in the bookstores today. Alleged. I'm, I'm going to go out and get it right after the show. So it's a damn good thing that we got uh, the ball game today, right? Damn good. Unless you want to take over right now and I can uh, get an early start. WQAM, hello. Not there on line two. Shame on you. WQAM. Hi, I just want to talk to Neil about... Motorsports Saturday. I'm listening. I'm right here. This oh, is thanks, Neil. Sorry. Uh, last Saturday, they had a show on collectible cards, a syndicated show. Talk about Terminal. Yeah. Is that, uh, are they paid to have that, pay QAM to put that show on? Because it is boring beyond belief. Oh, they, the QAM doesn't care. They'll just put anything in there they can get it for free. They probably got it for free just to, you know, stick it in there to kill the time, you know. Okay, well, yeah, I think you're right about firing him just as a cost-cutting measure, not... Yeah, I, I mean, if they're going to do that, why lie about it? Why make up some story and make the guys look bad? Over, You know, nobody would be that stupid to fire somebody over an image that was on the on somebody else's website seven months before. It looks to me like it's just a cost-cutting measure, and there's no chance that they're going to put him back on. Right. Pretty okay, sad. Well, thanks, thanks, thanks for the, the bad news, Pally. Have a great day. Bye-bye. See, the thing, you mentioned it yesterday. I want to make sure that they understand, since I like Joe a lot, he's a good guy. But you made a good point. Now, I don't know why you didn't tell him this before yourself. Off the air would have been a good idea before they got canned. But why did they need four people all on the payroll, four people getting paid to do an overnight show? Who am I to tell other people how to run their show? Well, no, but you, could, you certainly could have just uh, voiced an opinion. And, you know, especially with all the cost-cutting, always getting cut back on this and cut back on that. Well, I forgot to ask Muff this morning about that 50 bucks a week for uh, for uh, Boca Brian that they're trying to screw him over on. Oh, I forgot to ask him. I keep forgetting the good stuff. They always get early in the morning, you know, when I'm still a little groggy, when my head is query, uh, clearing, and they pull that crap on me. And then by the time the show starts, oh, gee, I forgot to ask Clarence about the response on the Joe and Mark firing, and I forgot to ask uh, Duff about the 50 bucks. You know, let, let's get with it, guys. Let's do something. I mean, both of you on the payroll for decent bucks, although Duff had to give away half his salary to keep Clarence there. But, I mean, uh, you know, both of you guys are getting paid. How about how about being responsive? How about letting us know what the hell is going on would be a good idea for a starter. You know, of course, Duff is back on, those heavy, on the heavy medication again is what I'm hearing. And I don't blame him. You work in that place, you've got to be on heavy, heavy. In fact, Wilma... She's got a new uh, customer now, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I didn't say who. I just heard Wilma's got a new customer. You know what he's buying from her? What? Rush. Well, in the Keys, there's a lot of guys do Rush, you know, and other places. Anyway, speaking of the Keys, gay unions likely to get support in Key West. Maybe Clarence and the Beast can head on down there right now. They can hop on that Hershey Highway and head on to Key West. After months of silence on the same-sex marriage debate, Key West leaders are expected to pass resolutions today that support such unions and decry President Bush's proposed constitutional ban of gay weddings. City Mayor Jimmy Weekly 
also plans to ask the county clerk whether the city can issue marriage licenses to gay couples. The measures would be largely symbolic because under Florida law, of course, only counties, not municipalities, can issue marriage licenses. And Monroe County Clerk Danny Colhade said yesterday that he's bound by a Florida law that explicitly bans same-sex marriage and enjoyment of life and a smile on your face and uh, a good bowel movement one more than once a week. But gay rights activists say that by officially supporting such unions, Key West will place itself at the forefront of defining how the issue takes shape within the state. Really, Key West is leading the way in getting their city's resolutions together, said Brian Winfield, communication director for Equality Florida, a Tampa-based gay rights group. It sends a loud message to the rest of Florida. It's really loud. If other places in the state are considering this, they're not alone. A lot of people think a constitutional amendment is wrong for so many reasons. So how do you like that? Okay. Commissioner Carmen Turner said she's not convinced the resolution would be effective. I think it's more of a feel-good public relations thing, she said. So what's wrong with a feel-good public relations thing? Of course, it is in Florida where you're not allowed to feel good, especially not those people, if you catch my drift. See what I'm saying? What are you saying? Don't feel it. 19 to 11 at 560 WQM. we got the Marlins and the Orioles at 1250 to pregame. Game time 105, the first pitch. The Humper at the NCAA preview show at 4, whenever the baseball's over this afternoon. The Hebrew Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> we got the big oh! at 7 because nobody else will work that cheap because we got three hours to fill. we got no game tonight. Tomorrow, by the way, a big, big hockey game. The Islanders at the... Is, oh, it's in New York? Oh. I thought it was there. It says oh. here the Panthers at the Islanders. I thought it was at the Macarena. Josh, are you sure of that? Yeah. It's in New York. It's on the pond. <laughs> well, maybe some people actually showed up for that. Uh, Judge McDonald's going to be doing the TV game because it's his uh, 85th year on the year with his mediocre broadcast. And Rimmer will be doing the radio right here on QAM. See, Rimmer told you sooner or later he'd get on the station even if, even if they had to pay us to do it. Forget about it. It's Dates in Miami Town at 560 WQAM. Friday nights, they're two Miami cops with a hot new beat. They're on the streets fighting crime. Look, pal, we just don't do strip searches for jaywalking. In Key West Vice. We got a problem. The Moose Gang is back in town. Lieutenant, isn't that the group of hairdressers who attack people on the beach, hold them down, and then set their hair? Yeah, they're back in town. Let's go get them. They'll stop at nothing to clean up the street. Officer, I'm sorry for skipping in a no-skipping zone. I hope you guys don't get on to me. Just take a seat, pal. Gladly. A chair, a chair. Yes, Key West Vice. All right, stop, you pickpocket. I beg your pardon. I'm not a pickpocket. Oh, uh, sorry. Just look like... Yes, there are a couple of hit Miami cops on a hot new beat in Key West Vice. Friday nights at 9 on MBC. I tell you one thing, Josh. You're not on top of the hockey scene. You better get with it, mister. Oh, I was just going to tell you the game is here. Yeah, I know. You just, uh, George just faxed me this sheet from the schedule. The game is at the Macarena, which I suspected, okay? I know my crap, mister. Let me tell you that right now. As a matter of fact, just as a protest to the misinformation. The final, Maple Leafs did lose Michael Renberg in the game. Uh, precautionary reasons, they kept him out with a hamstring pull. Yeah, hamness. He sucks anyway, Michael Renberg. But anyway, 
The uh, Panthers and the Islanders at the Macarena tomorrow, and it's a big game because if the Panthers win, it could only uh, they could pull within five points behind the slumping, falling uh, putrid New York Islanders, and there's still an outside shot. We got a shot, as Jimmy Johnson would say. Yeah, we got a shot. I know George is whipped up about it. Oh, yeah. well, that's tomorrow night. Okay, let me just put that over here with my schedules, all these things. Let's see, Joe and Mark, we can cross them out. I mean. Come on, Clarence. Inquiring minds want to know. In fact, I think Clarence ought to come in and go on the air right now and give us an update on what's happening with Joe and Mark and the response and what the people are saying. If this were a real radio station instead of some kind of a fascist operation, we did do the break, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we just oh. did. What panic? I forgot to cross that out. <laughs> I'm too busy crossing out names on the schedule. I don't have time to cross the breaks out. And crossing out mistakes by Clarence about the Panthers at the Islanders. See, that would be bad to tell that to the public because then they wouldn't go to the game tomorrow night and then we get part of the blame for that. And Rimmer would call up here and bop, 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 you know, like that. <laughs> Don't call here, Rimmer, okay? I'm having a wonderful time. Here, I, this fax is the best. I love this. Whoever sent this, that's for you. Since Stern has been censored from South Florida, I listen to music from my CD player, not another station, and I especially never listen to any clear channel station with all due respect to my friend Terry Griffin, who needs to make a living. And, of course, we say, all right. in both cases, we love Terry, but uh, she'll still get paid. I'm glad, however, that Randy was able to get away from Clear Channel. Randy. What? Hello, Randy. What? Are you listening to me? No. Hopefully, the people running the Air America, whatever it's called, are going to have the brains to promote her. So far, they're just promoting Al Franken, who's a good writer, but who wants to listen to that nasal voice three hours a day? Yeah, he's uh, not good on the air. Randy is a proven talent who can kick ass, it says here. Rectum. Randy worked very hard to become syndicated, and the majority of the calls she got during the last two weeks at WJNO were from people saying, We're going to miss you. Don't go. She explained over and over again that her show will still be on JNO at the same time, 3 to 7. She's just going to be in New York, but people just didn't get it. It's like I'm sitting in Toronto right now. Does, you know, the last week or two, you notice people calling, well, where are yeah, you right now? And you know right. why? Because they can't tell the difference. They don't know where I am. It sounds like me, doesn't it? Yeah. Am I, does it sound the same as if I'm there? Yeah. I'm in a better mood? Yeah. yeah. Except for the show being on Toronto time when you're up there. Right. That's right. I forgot about that. About the time difference, eh? Right, yeah. Anyway, she explained over and over again her show will still be on GNO. She's just going to be in New York, but people just didn't get it. After 20 years in the South Florida market, Randy finally snapped. She snapped. Howard! And told the South Florida audience that there are a bunch of bitter ingrates. It was one of the greatest moments in radio. You go, girl. See, when she gets pissed off like she did at Bob Green that time, that's when she's the best. Because she really has a big pair. She's got a gigantic, humongous pair. And uh, she's not afraid to tell people off, and they deserve to be fooled off, and in this particular case. And what did she say about the people of South Florida? They're a bunch of bitter ingrates. Oh, that's correct. Yeah, sort of giveaway. That is correct. Although we're doing just fine. We're not going to, like, uh, pee on anybody's parade right here. We're doing fine so far. And, of course, when your agent is Norma Kent, I mean, the idea that you're syndicated might be that maybe in OGIS, if they ever build a station, this show will be on there. And, of course, we had those great days in Tampa. <laughs> oh, yeah. And don't forget, in Fort Myers. <laughs> right. So I had my chance, you know. Just like Salazzo, I had my chance, and, uh, you know, now I'm the hunted one. Let's see. How is the, uh, how has the Clear Channel, what does that say? Oh, and even the question isn't written right. How has the Clear Channel, see, Eric is doing heavy mushrooms is what I'm hearing. That's the rumor I heard. Because when I was in Amsterdam, I sent him a shipment. How has, it's what it's supposed to say, the Clear Channel dumping of Howard Stern affected your listening? Man, oh man, Eric, this is the worst. Now, can you change the question, too, or has he got to do that? He has Gosh. to do that. Yeah, that's all. Oh. Eric's got to do that. I mean, that's just, all you got to do is put on there the one, I, I faxed this to him last night, as a matter of fact. You didn't know that, did you? No. I fax him the poll every night. You see, you're worried about, not every night, but just in case you got to do it in the morning, but just, just so he gets a head start. 
But he's just under a lot of pressure and a lot of stress up there in Orlando. And you want to know why? You know who was in Orlando this weekend, don't you? Muff. Oh, oh. Ha-ha. Oh. <laughs> They're having a, a, a rush festival up there. And I'm not talking about the guy in the ear either. 212 votes. I never listened to Stern anyway, 84. That's just about 40%. I don't listen to the radio before 10 now, 45. I don't know if they understand that second thing there. In other words, maybe they didn't listen to the radio before 10, before Stern was taken off the air, but my, I should probably add the word now onto that. See what I'm saying? Okay, well. I don't listen to the radio before 10 now. Can you do that, Josh? You can handle that. Yeah. 45 people say that. I listen to music in the morning now, 26. I listen to Mo and Joe Rose now, 22. Oh! oh if we could only believe that. Oh, 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 oh. Wouldn't that be something? That's quite a commentary. Something. And I bet you those people aren't too happy either. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. That was a shot at Mo, of course. I listen to Paul and old Ron now, 13. That's an unlucky number, Paulie. Not much. I listen to Stern on the Internet, 11. 4.9% are still listen to Howard on the Internet. I listen to Bob and Tom, 7. Thanks, by the way, for reminding me of that, uh, whoever called in that guy. And... I listen to Howard David's show, not Joe Rose, but just Howard David at 6 out of 222. Remember room 222 with Karen Valentine, or was it Catherine Ross? I don't know. Karen Valentine. Was it? I'm just guessing. I don't think it was Catherine Ross. <laughs> Are you sure? Positive? Book of Brian will know. Well, he doesn't have to know. You could type it in there real quick, room 222, and you click on it, and it'll say who was on there. I'm sure it was Catherine Ross. It was a bad show. WQM, hello. Yeah, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good, Pally. Uh, I don't know if this is a good sign or not, but on, like, Google and uh, Ash Jeeves, John Kerry is probably one of the top searches right now. So hopefully that's a good sign that people are trying to learn a little bit about him. Right. And uh, as far as Paul Cachanova goes, that guy's like the biggest 560, like, closet junkie. Mm -hmm. he, he, he did a bid yesterday, and he, he had, like, all the voices down pat. I mean, he's, like, the biggest junkie, so he's a homo, too. Got to go. <laughs> <laughs> not only did we get the best facts we've had in, in years, we just had the best call we've had in the Coons age. That was great. Oh, that's nice hard. going, Pally. I, I will give him credit, though. He did. He had the Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and then he had the Sammy Smith right. one. Sure. Right? He and uh, Make Room for Teddy. And what? Wasn't Make Room for Teddy one of his? Do we have that? W one of those. Make Room for Teddy? Oh, no, Teddy? Bill, and, Bill and Ted's and that. No, I guess it was just those two. Time now to... <laughs> Find out about the fall TV season. Oh, it's Bob and Bob and Tom, and you're giving him credit for a Bob and Tom bit. Oh man, you are really that that episode with your washer dryer yesterday oh, just set no you back a long ways. No question. And almost set you back 850 bucks, except the fact right. that I'm a nice guy. Thank you, Fairy Godfather. Yeah, the Fairy Godfather come through again. No problem. Uh, let's see, 224 votes on here. Well, I just gave the result. I'm just all worked up about that poll. Now it's interesting. Unlike those, see, I, I think maybe Mo had a point, and I sure don't want to agree with him. Absolutely. But uh, he may have had a point. I mean, of course, the response would be, well, what do you want us to do? Do you want us to have a nervous breakdown? He's not on there. Nothing we can do about it. But the fact of the matter is, it's not a Howard Stern issue. It's an issue of choice of what you, like the lady you called in yesterday. She was great. Right. Not a, not a Howard Stern issue, even though with his ego, of course, he's making it all about him, which is up to him. It's stupid. But it's about the... First Amendment, it's about what you can listen to, what adults choose to listen to and read and watch, etc. But let me ask you this. Before they had Bush was sitting in there with the Prime Minister of uh, Holland, the Dutch Prime Minister was on there with him. 
and they're in the oral office, and he's bop, bop, you know talking this stupid crap, and he's talking about the uh, the interim constitution in Iraq and about all the freedoms that they're uh, listed in there. Now I'm thinking to myself, yeah, like the ones that we used to have here in America before you and your merry band of Nazis came in and stole it in broad daylight. Now what were you going to say? What does it have to do with sports? Nothing. That's why Clarence hasn't come in yet to give us that report. What are you doing, Clarence? You're hiding under the desk? You're in the closet again? You're in a broom closet hiding? You're dancing with the beast in the hallway there? You're doing a Kazatsky? We inquiring minds want to know. The audience, see this, this audience, uh, you know, we got a few sports nerds listening, and like me, I'm a big hockey fan, but other than that, and a big Patriots fan, oh! who did win the Super Bowl in spite of that <laughs> flap. But there are other things in the world going on besides sports, and that's your problem, Clarence. That's all you know is games and balls and balls and games. And, and I would say pucks, but he didn't know nothing about hockey either. Why should he? He works at QAM. This story about this, speaking of uh, sports like uh, horse racing, this groom, uh, this uh -huh. just makes me want to vomit. I mean, first we had the Wesson guy to kill all those uh, kids and grandkids and all the incest out there, that dreadlock uh, goofball, that scumbag. Now we got this, a seasonal worker whose nine-month-old daughter died Saturday after being left inside a sweltering car. <coughs> told police he left the baby alone while he socialized and watched the races at Gulfstream Park. Antonio Francisco Balta, 27, of Elmont, New York, which is where Belmont Racetrack is, was charged with aggravated manslaughter and denied bail Monday. He remains in Broward County Jail. His daughter, Veronica, was rushed to Memorial Regional Hospital in Hollywood where she was pronounced dead. A doctor said the child's temperature was 107 degrees, according to police report. Police at Balta, former groom at the track, told him he left Veronica strapped in a car seat in his 96 Pontiac most of the day while he watched the races. He left a window cracked less than half an inch and said he checked on her from time to time. He left Veronica alone for 45 minutes before he checked on her the final time, shortly before 5.30, and found her not breathing. Temperatures Saturday were in the upper 70s and it was sunny. Balta called the child's mother, Michelle uh, Bashford, a waitress at the track who rushed to the car. She picked up the baby who was on Balta's lap and ran frantically through the parking lot looking for the track nurse. Police spotted her and called fire rescue. Uh, Broward Medical Examiner Dr. Joshua Perper said Monday the cause of the child's death was under investigation. He said uh -huh. children and the elderly are more sensitive to temperature than adults because of the hypothalamus, the area of the brain that regulates temperature doesn't work as well. If you leave them in a car in the sun, Perper said, it's like putting them in an oven. People who leave their kids and pets in cars, in locked cars in Florida or anywhere else, those people to me are something I can't say no more. They're on the air. Bad people. Bad, they're evildoers. God. 1057 at 560 WQM. If your carpets look like an evildoer, has done a number on them. Don't just open up the yellow pages and play Russian roulette with your expensive carpeting. Do what I've been doing for over 20 years in my homes. Call the experts at Dry Concepts because... Dry Concepts be the best in the business at bringing carpeting back to life, no matter how old they are, how schmutzy they look, no matter what the deal is. Sanitize your home today using Dry Concepts certified train technicians. These guys are going to clean your carpets the same way that they do your clothing, like dry clean your clothing, and they'll leave them vibrant in color, looking brand new, soft to the touch, smelling not any fresh. They dry in just a couple of hours, and your guests and even your family members, if they aren't around, they'll come in and say, holy crap, you had brand new carpeting laid while I was out getting some. Don't forget with dry concepts, your rugs, like I said, last longer, too, because they get the deep-down dirt out of the fibers in there, which makes your carpets always look fantastic. And when you call dry concepts, be sure and mention that you'd like to be put on their standby list, which can save you an extra 15% off the already low price of your next carpet cleaning. 
Call them today. Don't forget, they give you that written guaranteed price before they start the work. No scams, no tack-ons, no rip-offs, just a stupendous, unbeatable job every time. Call Dry Concepts toll-free at 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071, or log on to their website at dryconcepts.com. Live, live, and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. It's Howard. Howard Spam. If anybody has opinion, dissenting from our way, we'll place your name into the system as enemy of the state. Don't even bother to question, just follow and obey. Everybody's turning fascist. USA In the act of patriotism We're watching all of you Everyone's under suspicion So that's what you do Leave that information And all you mindless fools In Bush Fatherland Nation you gotta hate those Jews and Clinton liberals too. Believe everything we tell you on the state run news. Blood war and poor corporate fill up your escalade. A Reuben Cheney Bush venue. We don't mind to see our jobs go, a bad economy's good. Are you sure? We're fascinated by J-Lo, don't read no stupid books. Correct them. All now are embracing the tax American way. Everybody's turning fascist. Oh. Fascist USA. I had to play that after you sent me this uh, Max Castro column. This is unbelievable. Yeah. Not surprising, though. Fascism is alive and well, boys and girls. Before I get to that, it's a great column. I'm going to read it. Here's a fax from Mike who says... I'd like to add another choice to your poll. I turned off the radio completely. Well, I think that uh, I turn. I listen. I don't listen to radio before 10 a.m. is what we're talking about, right? That covers that. Yes. But Mike says uh, another morning show I used to listen to 103.1. The buzz is toned down their show out of fear. I'm sure. Well, there you go. And then this whole thing with the Joe and Mark show. I know Joe personally as he worked for me before he came. Mr. Big Shot Talk Show host. Mr. Darrow can expect a fax from me. Says Mike. Let him have it, Mike. Stick it to him. And by the way, that pussy still hasn't come in and explained to us what's going on with Joe and Mark. We demand an explanation right now, before 12.50, before that uh, first ball gets heaved. You got it? Got it. Don't you think you ought to come in? Oh, Let yeah. us know at least uh, what kind of response he's getting, if people are pissed off and fired up, if he's getting a lot of emails and phone calls and whatever. And, and whatever, I, I realize he can't make the final decision. He's just a paper pusher. He's just a, uh, a paper pisher. But at least communicate with us, because we're supposed to be in the communications business. But no, he's probably got important fish to fry right now. 
like screwing up the schedule again for next week, like he did with that uh, Panther game at the pond in Long Island. Is it at the pond? No. Sports. So even the sports stuff he can't get right. Talk about a little overpaid quizzling. But anyway, Max Castro writes, Miami, a city on the edge. And what better place to have fascism really planting its seeds deeply than South Florida, especially Dade County. Haven't I said for years that uh, Dade County isn't even part of the USA? Correct. So what difference does it make? Duh. There are no freedoms in Dade County. It's a land of repression. It's a land of where a right, bunch of right-wing, one-dimensional lunatics have been running it for years and years and years. There is no freedom of speech. Max Castro, one of the only really outstanding columnists in the Herald. Carl Hyacinth about twice a year writes something good, and I got a good column from him in regard to Haiti, if I can get to it, in response to that fax I got from that real chronic faxer about Haiti. But anyway, Max Castro writes, Author's note, early in December 2003, the Herald informed me that it was dropping my column at the end of the year. The Herald has given as many different reasons for this decision as the Bush administration has for the Iraq war, and with equal credibility. In both cases, the real reasons are transparently ideological. My skill as a writer and analyst has never been questioned, and certainly not by the Herald's editors. My work has appeared in Newsday, Salon, San Jose Mercury News, Sun Sentinel, New York Times, the Tallahassee Democrat, many other publications throughout the U.S. and Latin America. In the last five years, I co-wrote a book on power and immigrants in Miami, edited a second book on international migration, and published numerous essays and academic papers. My views have been quoted widely in the U.S. and international press, and I've provided commentary on CNN, Nightline, Frontline, Larry King Show, NPR, and other media. Uh-huh. Under any uh, other circumstances, a newspaper would promote and market a writer with this track record, but the ideological winds were blowing strongly in the other direction. During the five years my columns appeared in the paper, I became an increasingly lonely voice as the Herald moved decidedly to the right on Cuba and other issues. The fact that the Herald replaced my old column with those of Carlos Alberto Montaner reflects the length the Herald is willing to go to project a monolithic editorial voice on Cuba and Latin America. It also belies the explanation that editors have provided some readers that have registered their complaints about ending my column, namely that the paper wanted fresher and less ideologically predictable voices. Is this what they mean by fresh and new? For more than three decades, Carlos Alberto Montaner has been sounding the same themes ad nauseum, virulent and highly personal attacks against Fidel Castro, strident criticism of even mildly left-leaning Latin American leaders, parties, or movements, an ideological commitment to the most orthodox version of laissez-faire capitalism, and a total absence of concern for the social consequences or a focus on the people who suffer them, and the thesis that all Latin Americans' ills are derived from the deficient cultural values of its people and none from foreign exploitation and especially not from U.S. hegemony. Sound familiar? It should. Carlos Alberto Montaner is essentially Andres Oppenheimer on speed. Their opinions and obsessions are nearly identical, albeit delivered in different tones. They're, they specialize in policing and castigating as, si as signs of immature anti-Americanism or demagogic populism, any hint of Latin American independence or insubordination vis-a-vis -vis the dictates of the U.S. or free market orthodoxy. Coupled with a repetitive, excessive focus on Cuba nearly to the exclusion of any concern for any other severe social and human rights problems in the hemisphere, the voices of the Montagnier-Oppenheimer duo are entirely consistent with the Herald's own editorial drift. On Cuba and Latin America, the Herald now speaks with a single voice. In contrast, my views on the embargo, the solution for Latin America's troubles, and many other issues differed from the Herald's. During the Alien controversy in 2000, my position defending the father's rights and the action of the U.S. Justice Department in removing the child from the home of the Miami relatives consistently clashed with the Herald's editorials. After I told NPR's Dan Shore that the Herald's editorial position on Alien was wildly out of step with public opinion in the U.S., Herald publisher Alberto Ibarguen phoned in a transparent attempt to intimidate me. 
Not long after, the Herald reduced the frequency of my columns from weekly to semi-weekly. Finally, I'm not going to read the whole thing with your column that he's got here. We'll put this on the website. Finally, my independence, my refusal to tailor views to suit the paper's sharp right turn or to be silenced on issues like Iraq or the administration's top-down class war was too much for the Miami Herald. At the end of the last year, immediately after filing a column contrasting the brilliant public relations success of President Bush's Thanksgiving Baghdad trip with the dismal realities of the war itself, I was informed that my next two columns would be my last. But that wasn't the end of it. As further proof that the Herald, a stalwart defender of freedom of the press in Latin America and of dissenters in Cuba, couldn't handle dissent in its own ranks, when I filed what should have been my next-to-last column to appear on December 16, I received this terse message from a Herald editor. After reading this column, we've decided not to publish it. <laughs> and he's got the column in its entirety right here, which we'll put, him, put this, get this on our website, okay? Okay. From Progresso Weekly. Can you just fax this page to Eric? Because it's got the, um, it's got all the info at the bottom. I'll do it. So there you go, boys and girls. If you think it's just the Howard Stern show, or it's just Bubba the Love Sponge, or it's just uh, some bill in Congress that uh, was worded in such a way that the Congress, that the uh, members on both sides of the aisle were too spineless to vote against it, uh, no, it's fascism. It's alive and well. It's not just creeping. It's just running its ugly th threads throughout America, every part of your life. Fascism. Now, the Herald, which I've hated for years and years anyway, now they've exposed themselves totally for what they really are. Just a bunch of panderers. That, that's all they're doing. And, 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 and they never learn their lesson. The people they're pandering to hate them like poison anyway. Do the Cubans like the Herald? No, no. Do most of them read their newspaper? No. Of course not. But they're never, ever going to stop this incessant pandering. So if you're looking for the reasons why South Florida never seems to change, while the climate, political and otherwise, just always is the same, there's one of the reasons right there. you got two crap newspapers, one in Dade County and one in Broward, of course, that just uh, yeah, doesn't even merit even a mention. And like I've told you, I mentioned it again yesterday. I've been screaming about it for years. never going to happen, though, because nobody reads newspapers. Nobody reads books like Howard Beale said. They're all into their own little world, like that bit says, all they care about is J-Lo's ass. When are they going to see it again? Let's take a look at Heather Mills and uh, her pair of legs and the other pair on our website. And by the way, she's on there today. Twelve minutes after 11 at 560 QAM. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Floridians, dumb as dirt. Tonight, tune in for the premiere of an all-new Survivor. People stranded on an island 90 miles south of the Florida coast with limited food, poor education, and bad housing. Each contestant devising a plan to escape the island and traverse the treacherous waters to safety. With my yacht at the auto garage, I can smuggle inner tubes and make a raft. Join us each week for Cuban Survivor. I don't care what those gringos did, I'm not eating rats. Cuban Survivor with special guest host, Ilian Gonzalez. 11.17 at 5.60. The Herald sucks. Make no mistake about it, okay? Just put that on your forehead. The Miami Herald blows. Here's a fax from Elliot in New Jersey who says, I listen to Imus, so I really don't care about Stern, but even though I can't stand Stern, I still think Clear Channel is stupid and selling out. Stern's got the right to be heard by those people who want to listen to him. What a concept, Elliot. He's got the right to be heard by those people who want to listen to him. That's uh, you got your thumb right on it. That used to be the American effing way, not no mo. Not no more. We decided that you're too dirty to be on, and you're going to be off. 
Here, oh, this fax here. This is definitely from Rick Shaw. The one that says an oldies fan. Yeah. Says I've met Joe Costello. He's a hell of a nice guy. Sorry to see him go. If I could bash one scumbag in radio, it would be Bob Hamilton from Jefferson Pilot's Magic 102.7. And then it's got a list of his cost-cutting moves. It says uh, he's got a nasty personality, which has left some of the most decent on-air talent in the marketing hate hating him. Oh well, there's nobody hates anybody in radio, are there? Huh? Absolutely. Oh, there are. Number one, cancel the station's number one rated show, the Ken Hell Doo-Wop Shop. This is from you, Ken. You're not fooling anybody. Didn't we already go to bat for Ken? I hate that doo-wop stuff. It's garbage. Yeah. Right? Right. But like, just like Howard Stern, if people want to hear doo-wop, they got a right there, doo-wop. But anyway, number two, cancel Jukebox Saturday Night, hosted by Joe Johnson, a fantastic live call-in party request show, replaced it with more free, piped in by Dick, uh, piped in Dick Bartley. That was just a piped-in show. Same thing with the doo-wop shop. Just piped in a syndicated show. Well, that's the wave of the future, baby. Mr. Unsigned. Three, blew out the popular night host, Tom Caminiti, after he requested more than one weekend uh, day a week off every four months. Four, blew out overnight host, Tom Hopkins, for the same reason. That's not our Tom Hopkins, is it? I don't know of any other. I thought he was in uh, Guatemala or somewhere. Maybe or Costa Rica, chasing around uh, young ladies. Tom Hopkins, who says... America loves to watch boobs and butts and boinking. Says he replaced Hopkins with a tape of Joe Johnson doing a re-record of a shift. These same three shows are replayed every three days over and over again. So it's just a sampling of what a cheap scumbuck at Hamilton is and how we pray he moves on his way, an oldies fan. Not an oldies fan, it's somebody who works at Magic. It's either Ken, uh, what's his name, the doo-wop guy, or it's Joe Johnson, or it's Rick Shaw, or all of them sat down and wrote it together. Good luck to you guys, you'll need it, okay? I try to tell you it's a crap business. It blows. Five, six, seven. How about that uh, Max Castro? He wrote some fat... How many times? Many, many times I read yes. his columns on the air. About 30, man. Many times. But far too liberal, far too honest, far too uh, moderate for the unctuous ultra-right-wing Miami Herald. So make no mistake about it, you people at the Herald. You are on our Schmidt list now. Even the parrots are going to uh, boycott the Herald. How do you like that? They wouldn't... <laughs> on the best party if they could find it. Clowns, morons. WQM, hello. Hey, Darnell. Okay. Uh, maybe one question you could add to the poll is how many people just gave up and went to satellite radio? Gave up and went to satellite radio? Yeah. Well, like, what are you listening to on satellite radio? Well, you have all the different channels, you know, different music and stuff like that. And you have the news channels and stuff like that. Okay. Okay, and well, uh, the drum mark situation, Neil? A uh, question that has to be asked is maybe they were fired this way to avoid playing on. Avoid playing unemployment? That's a possibility. They, Make know, up some excuse so uh, you don't have cause. to pay no unemployment. They have just cause, so they fire them, and then they don't have to pay it to four guys. Wouldn't surprise me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't surprise me coming from them. And, exactly. you know, thanks, thanks for keeping us updated on it, okay? Okay, pal. Bye. Were you going to put that on there, Josh? Yeah. yeah. Went to satellite radio. As your radio, and it's really, I mean, I'm not all that psychic, a little bit now and then. But wasn't I saying many weeks ago, long before the stern flap and all this other flap came down, that your radio was dead and put it in the bottom of the swimming pool, it's dead? It's a dead piece? Yeah. And that's right, just like that thing on Moe's head. Absolutely. It's a dead piece. Useless. Those people in Palm Beach County, but it, it shouldn't surprise me. When you keep, well, What's the average age of Randy's audience anyway, about 90? <laughs> I was going to say 80. So, no, please, sweetheart, don't leave us. 
The show is still going to be on. It's still going to sound just like her. She's going to have a gigantic audience, a hell of a lot more people. She's going to be on here in New York and in uh, D.C. Well, let's see, L.A., Chicago, and uh, whatever to start, uh, and then San Francisco coming too. So she's going to be on there. Instead of talking to the same old Yentas there in Palm Beach every day, she's going to have a chance maybe to make a difference. But rather than saying, hey, congratulations, nice going, which is what I say, go get them, girl. Rather than that, it's the same, oh, please don't leave us. It won't be the same. We want you down here suffering and miserable like we are. That's right. Right. Florida. That's our state motto, baby. Florida. Misery loves company. That's it. And I say El Paso is what I say. No, thank you. No, Five, six, seven. Boy, we don't have a lot of time. We only got an hour and a half. All right. I feel no. I feel like we've been robbed here today. This Marlins game, we better like dump it, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. What? D dump it a little earlier. Nah, get rid of it. Get it. We don't need no Marlins game. We got a lot of stuff going on here. Clear Channel releases Elliot in the morning statement. Reader poll shows support for Stern among teenage girls, no less. How do you like that? Yeah, of course. Two trot out Jason shooting tail. Oh my God, Jason Williams, that scumbag. Then we got this Haitian thing. I guess I better do the Haitian thing I'm at here. You better. Got a fax. It says, Uncle Neil, I'm an avid listener of your show and agree with most everything you say, but on the issue of Haiti, Aristide, you sound like a typical ignorant American. What have I said about Haiti and Aristide? Have I said uh, more than not, three words about it? Not a lot, no. No. What, what is there to say? Other than the fact that he was just the latest in the long line of scumbags. Thanks for your education over the years, Ben. This is very chronic, this uh, hand of this fax writing. But if you need alternative news stories about Haiti, please check out infoshop.org, axisoflogic.org, or dissidentvoice.org. Keep up the good job. Harry uh, in uh, somewhere. What does that say on the bottom? I can't read it. Chopped off. Harry somewhere. Well, Carl Hyacin, just coincidentally, Harry, has a great column in the Herald, no less. <laughs> how long? How much longer is Carl Hyacin going to be in there? How many more days? About 30, man. I'll dump his ass. He says, imagine if there were oil in Haiti. Some people are actually surprised that the Bush administration twiddled its thumbs while the democratically elected president of a neighboring republic was run out of office by armed thugs. The explanation is tragically simple. Haiti hasn't got anything we want. Because of massive erosion, precious little grows there, coffee, sugar, some mango trees, underground are modest quantities of copper, bauxite, and marble, but nothing we can't get in abundance elsewhere. Nothing worth deploying 100,000 troops over like oil. If only Haiti were sitting on half as much petroleum as Iraq, the U.S. would have shown a much keener interest in what was happening there. From Congress, you'd have heard some stirring speeches about our moral duty to help an ally under siege from outlaws. Why, Vice President Dick Cheney himself would have lumbered out of his bunker and made the rounds of these Sunday talk shows warning of the grave global peril if Haitian President Jean-Bertrand Aristide were overthrown by paramilitary goons, killers, and drug smugglers. Before you could say Halliburton stock options, a U.S. armada would have been steaming toward Port-au-Prince, while Cheney's pals in the private sector would have been ramping up to repair and secure the Haitian oil derricks. Sadly, though, it is Haiti's fate to be hopelessly bereft of the natural riches that industrialized nations covet. U.S. intervention would have been strictly an act of humanitarian motivation with no payoff and plenty of headaches. To President Bush, there's no moral incongru incongruity in spending billions of dollars and hundreds of American lives trying to install a first-time democracy in faraway Iraq while turning our back on a crumbling democracy in our own backyard. The truth is we don't need another military engagement. What we do need is a sane realignment of priorities. Bush would insist that Iraq under Saddam Hussein was the larger menace, but the fact that the turmoil in Haiti has a direct and costly impact on the U.S. starting in Florida. Coast Guard and Customs anti-terrorism patrols already spend much of their time rounding up boatloads of desperate Haitian refugees or intercepting Miami-bound freighters loaded with cocaine. 
Haiti has become a choice transshipment point for South American drug smugglers who are likely cheering for the current chaos. Once our token force of U.S. Marines is gone, the ports of Haiti will be open for dopers. I better put a uh, stop there. Uh, just a little pause. Okay. A little mark. Well, it's a little, a couple more pages to go. I don't want to like stop reading. It's a good column. Carl Heisen, who somehow sneaks in. I don't know how he writes it there. Or they must have forgotten that he's there, you know? Uh-huh. Thanks for reminding me. Maybe him. he's got the naked pictures. Maybe he's got the one that Tom Fiedler dropped on the floor of the Knight family. 26 past 11 at 560 WQM. If you're in a dead-end job, if you're underpaid, overworked, and you're sick and tired, if you had it up to here, to where? here's the answer. Right up to here. Right up to about your armpit. But you don't have four years or a lot of cash to waste on college. If this sounds like you, then change your life by making one easy phone call to our friends at Fast Train. Call them today, 866-FAST-TRAIN, and see just how it can change your life when you have some skills, man. Have some skills. Fast Train can have you trained and certified for a high-paying computer network professional career by, like, July in as soon as four months. That's true. You can be fully trained and ready for that new career in as short as four months. Fast Train offers day, evening, and weekend classes to fit around your schedule. Fast Train offers you job placement assistance, financial aid for people who qualify, and with seven floor adult locations, there's bound to be one convenient by where you live. So if you'd like to really change your life, get skills, and a big, fat paycheck that goes along with having a real career, check out Fast Train on the web at FastTrain.com, and then make that call that can really turn it all around in your life, too. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAQAM. To some Haitians. There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his fist at some boys who were down by the creek. Their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles and playthings, and at half past four, there came a young lady. She looked like a pretty young creature. She sat on the grass. She pulled up her dress and she showed them her ruffles and laces and white fluffy duck. She said she was learning a new way to bring up her children so they would not spit. While the boys in the barnyard were shoveling refuse and litter from yesterday's hut. While the girl in the meadow was rubbing her eyes at the fellow down by the dock. He looked like a man with a sizable home in the country with a big fence out front. If he asked her politely, she'd show him her little pet dog who was subject to fits. And maybe she'd let him grab hold of her small tender hands with a movement so quick. And then she'd bend over and suck on his candy so tasty made of butterscotch. And then he spread whipped cream all over her cookies that she had left out on her shelf. If you think this is dirty, you can go f*** yourself. 11.32 now. Did Clarence come in here yet with an update on the uh, Joan Mark situation? No, 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 no. You're a schmuck, Clarence. Don't ever even, don't even waste your time, uh, talking to me no more. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my business with Muff. No more okay. with the Clarence. No, I, I've scratched him off the list. If, if I'm sitting here in the morning before the show, as I do every day, and I hear his voice, I'm just gonna go out and uh, do some business. Or whatever kind of business I feel like, you know? Go make a peanut butter and nana sandwich. Anyway, Carl Hyacinth continues. He says, Aristide surely was no prize. He governed ineptly, autocratically, and sometimes with the brutal assistance of the street gangs that are a bloody part of Haiti's history. But the United States didn't help, orchestrating a cutoff of international funds and supplies that punished the poorest of Haiti's poor. Hundreds, perhaps thousands of peasants died for no reason. 
Ousted by a coup in 1991, reinstated by American forces in 94, Aristide wasn't popular with the right-wingers in the present Bush administration. He was, however, Haiti's first and only duly elected president. That he needed to resign became obvious. Equally obvious was that the U.S. wasn't working very hard to make that happen peacefully. Emblematic of U.S. indifference was the attitude of State Secretary Colin Powell. A decade ago, at President Clinton's request, Powell rushed to Haiti with former President Jimmy Carter to help smooth Aristide's return and avert a full-blown invasion by U.N. forces. This time around, Powell wasn't going anywhere. Every now and then he would comment about the erupting chaos in the Haitian countryside, but only too late did he declare, we can't allow these thugs to come out of the hills, or even an opposition to simply rise up and say, we want you to leave in an undemocratic, non-constitutional manner. Thugs, they are too. Among those leading the anti-Aristide mob were convicted killers, death squad assassins, and crooked army officers. Hilariously, they've now promised to lay down their weapons so that a new government can be formed. Of course, not a soul in Haiti believes that these goons will voluntarily turn over all their guns to the Marines. Watch what happens when the American forces leave, or if you're like Bush, don't watch. As every president since 1915 has learned, there's no obvious solution to Haiti's misery. Woodrow Wilson sent troops that ended up staying 19 years. Clinton sent troops that stayed less than two years. Ronald Reagan sent a jet to carry away Jean-Claude Duvalier after he'd stolen everything in Port-au-Prince that wasn't nailed down. Now Bush sends a jet to carry away Aristide, leaving the country to looters and criminals. From exile in Florida comes a new prime minister, Gerard La Tortue, who faces the Goliath task of uniting a country that's poor, sick, hungry, and frantic. He'd be foolhardy to expect much support from the U.S. unless by a miracle somebody discovers oil in Haiti's tear-soaked plains. Well, what a great column by Carl Hyacinth. Twice a year he writes some good stuff, oh! even though it is in the Herald, in the garbage wrapper. So there you go, uh, my faxer friend, Harry. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. How has the Clear Channel dumping of Howard Stern affected your listening? We got uh, four hundred and one votes. Now I started. I interrupted myself, which I have a habit of uh, doing. You see the difference between the response on this poll in those early days after uh, Clear Channel yanked the Stern program off the year. Yeah. When it was like. 80 million votes are coming in. The public is foaming at the mouth because they realize that you'll just have, you know, like like Mo said, he was right, although he's a little bit precipitant. But it's just a matter of time. And, uh, you know, they're like, uh, back off. They'll forget about it. They'll uh, move on with their life. And what are they going to do anyway? See? 401 votes. I never listened to Stern anyway, 159. I don't listen to the radio before 10 now. 89. I listen to music in the morning now, 44. I listen to Mo and Joe Rose now, 40. Oh! Woo! I listen to Bob and Tom, 22. I listen to Ancient Paul and Old Ron now, 20. Not much. It hasn't changed my listening much because I listen to Stern on the Internet, 18. I listen to Howard Davided now, 6. And I've turned to Satellite Radio, 3 out of 401 votes. But here's some great news. <laughs> and I say this very sarcastically. Okay. CBS promises that they won't pause, hit the pause button for sporting events. Isn't that great? Oh, I'm so delighted. And the relieved. wicked CBS eye, the evil eye, wants you to know that will not institute a 10-second delay during its coverage of the NCAA basketball championships in order to be able to delete any four-letter words uttered by angry players, obscene gestures from fans in bleachers, streakers, bared breasts, or any of the many forms of self-expression that add so much to our enjoyment of live tele uh, televised sporting events. <laughs> this is in the Washington Post. CBS issued a statement to that effect yesterday in response to a New York Times story that reported the network had ordered the 10-second delay during March Madness. The story became a hot topic on talk radio, websites, and other gossip mills. 
Contrary to published reports, CBS will not use the delay in broadcasting. The NCAA Men's Division One Basketball Championship, the network said in statement. CBS said it has no plans to impose a delay on at least the on-field interview segments of NFL games this fall, as was also mentioned in the article, which cited CBS Executive Vice President Marty Franks as its source. Ho, ho, ho. Well, they're taking their light, they're taking their wicked eye in their hands, I'll tell you that. Even Sammy Davis would be nervous. Because during our, just about every sporting event, you can hear the players muttering uh, and screaming and yelling and uh, right. Not to mention the streakers running out there, which you have to be real quick, you know. It yeah, only uh, took like one and a half seconds of Janet Jackson's mostly exposed <laughs> booby to get all this stuff whipped up into a frenzy. So God forbid we should see like a half a second of some guy out there running across the court with a dangling participle. See what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. God forbid we should be exposed to that. Better than a pregnant pause. The wrath of God will come down on CBS then. Then you can forget about Howard Stern and Mel Karmas and all of Viacom and CBS and MTV and all of that stuff. We'll have state-run propaganda on 24-7 everywhere on your radio dial, on your TV dial, and even on your famous pop-up toaster and your watch. How do you like that? Wow. So they're, they're, they want us to know. They want us to understand that we're... First of all, let me ask you this. What difference does it make? Why should we care about that? And if they were smart, which they're not, they would run the delay. They'd run the whole thing in delay. So as to avoid, because you just know that somebody's going to read that and yeah, somebody's going right. to attend those games because, you know, you're dealing with a bunch of college punks, a couple of uh, some wiseacres, and they're going to be in the stands and something's going to happen. And somebody's going to go out of their way to yell as loud as they can during the middle of a game. Yeah. Just Start to make chance. sure it gets on the air. What? Start a chant in the crowd. That's Yay. right. Start a chant. Nice going, Josh. Start a chant in the crowd. Colin Powell. Right. You. Or, or better yet, the FCC. The FCC. Something like that. That would be great. I'm going. I'm going to stop. Now, it was Josh, by the way, who suggested that. Just keep that Good in mind idea. when I come. Josh is going to do it. Because <laughs> when they come for us, we're going to, oh, we don't know who that is. We ain't got no idea who that is. Speaking of Josh, how's uh, Josh Darrow doing? Did he come by? <laughs> That's it. I gave him one last chance to stop by with a, just a, a little, during a break, with like a little report to you that you could pass along to me. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. So so here here's the way it works, boys and girls. Not only did they take a show off, I realize it's 2 to 5 in the morning. There's only a few people uh, About 30, man. up at that hour. But they take a show away. They make up some, they concoct some uh, goofball story, whether, who knows if it's true or not, and uh, they're gone. And here on this show, what we're trying to do between the show and the website is at least, at the very least, because generally what happens is everybody who's listening to me right now knows when the time comes for somebody to disappear, it's like, that's it, they just disappear. Right. Like Mike Ranieri. A one-way vacation. Right. No chance to say bye-bye, thank you, it's been great. Uh, their whole uh, There's zillions of those people. They've been on for all your life, and all of a sudden you turn on a radio or your TV one day, they're gone. That's it. Just like Bob Weaver on Channel uh, uh, 6, <laughs> on NBC 6. Another bunch of evildoers, if ever there was one. And life goes on. I mean, what are people going to do? They're going to drop their entire life and they're going to go out running around in the street, screaming and uh, running in circles, screaming and shouting? I don't think so. Right. 19 till noon. You're done in my book, Clarence. You're out. You're finito. You don't exist. I've just washed you off the face of the earth. Speaking of that, if you'd like to wash some of that fat off your stomach, I, I've tried that, but it doesn't work too well, you know? 
<laughs> even, with one of them, even with one of them squeegee-type sponges, the uh, fat uh, just uh, sticks right in your body. SOS pad. Nah, doesn't do it. Try scraping it off. Balance for Life is the painless way to do it, literally, because Balance for Life is the premier meal delivery service. It's based on Dr. Barry Sears' prestigious Zone Diet. And like I've told you many times, the Zone Diet is very complicated, but they take all the complication out because they do the figuring out for you. And our friends at Balance for Life deliver right to your door every day a little black sack with tons of great food in there, three delicious meals, two great snacks, right to your doorstep. Everything is fresh, fantastic. They give you a menu you fill out once a week, so you have two choices for every feeding. And with all that food, how could you possibly say you're on a diet? So instead of starving to death like you feel like you're doing on most of the other diet programs, you have plenty of food to keep you happy and satisfied all day long. Don't settle for imitations. Try the real meal service that delivers results based on the zone diet. There's no shopping, no cooking, no cleaning, no calorie counting, no carb counting, no nothing except eating and with a big smile on your puss. People are losing an average of 12 to 18 pounds a month on Balance for Life. The zone diet's been proven to lower diabetes, high cholesterol, and high blood pressure, too. And now, if you ever wanted to try the South Beach diet, here's your chance. Because Balance for Life is the closest thing you'll ever find because it's the only meal delivery company that offers you menu choices that lets you go from phase one to phase three of the South Beach diet. If you've tried all the other ones and you're still fat, you're still frustrated, you're still angry, feel the difference and see the results, how easy it is with Balance for Life. Call them today, 866 225-4543. That's toll-free, 1-866-225-4543, or check them out online at balanceforlife.com. Live and local, this, this is 560. The radio's all yours. QAM. Roll, right-wing Nazi Republican motherfuckers. Sanctimonious ponies who would turn in their own mothers. Absolutely. I'll bet you're gonna save that when it comes at your back as they make you board that train. Right wing Nazi Republican motherfuckers. Well, it just ain't enough. Just have rush. Filling the airways with hatred. The radio is permeated with the likes of Dr. Laura, Bill Hendry, and Michael Reagan. Okay. They call it clear channel cause they're clearly out to make the message clear. Yes. The right-wing Nazi Republican motherfuckers. They're all right-wing Nazi Republican motherfuckers. For all the table-talking idiots who couldn't get any dumber. That are married to whatever they are told to believe and worship George as their king. Right-wing Nazi Republican motherfuckers. Well, the Democrats who crap their pants like a child at a scary movie. Have Terry McCullough who should go home and shut up cause he don't have a clue what he's doing. The Democrats have a death wish when it comes to deciding who they will run. And you can color them done. If they run Joe Lieberman, Oi! Right-wing Nazi Republican motherfuckers. They're all right-wing Nazi Republican motherfuckers. Oh! Who get indignant if it isn't them that's getting a juicy hummer. Just remember what I said when a gun's in your back as they make you board that train. Right-wing Nazi Republican motherfuckers. They're all right-wing Nazi Republican motherfuckers. Did he say something about the humper in there? <laughs> I think that was like quadruple entendre is what I thought he said. I'm not really too sure. 11.48, we got an hour to go. Can you believe that? I can believe it. That is shocking to me. We got Marlins baseball today, which is just un-American if you ask me. 
Uh, Marlins on deck at 12.50. The uh, game is 105. The Orioles and the Marlins in Jupiter. I bet you that silly-ass prissy Norma Kent's on the way to that game. What a child that is. Then you got the Hoppers on with the NCAA preview show after the game. And keep in mind, those NCAA games will be uncensored on CBS on the Evil Eye. Thank the Lord. Thank you. Oh, God. Then we got the big oh. 7 to 10 tonight. Eddie K. Uh, oh, look at this. Another mistake by clearance. Are you looking at that schedule? I never look at that schedule. Take a look. Take a puke at it. All right. It says Orlando Elza Query, 7 to 10. What's yeah, on between yeah, 10 yeah. and 11? Uh, man, uh, transmitter maintenance. 11 to 2, Eddie K. Boy, that's Clarence, man. She is just falling off the job. Can't handle it. And Sporting News Radio overnight, we apologize ahead of time. We apologize profusely for that crap. 10 to 11 is like a blank spot on here. He's got the Panthers at the Islanders tomorrow. Wow. That is pretty sad, Clarence. Like I said, he's uh, he's off my list. Well, he's on a different list. Here's a fact from Big Al. This is cute. It says, great show. Keep up the great work. I finally figured out the religious right wing. As they think the naked breast is obscene and an item of great disgust, they never nursed from their mother. They nursed direct from the cow and got mad cow disease. That's cute, Al. Or maybe they were nursing from that statue before John Ascroft put the uh, sheet over it. It's always nice to have a bunch of sheets around, you know. Sometimes you go to the sure. Sunday meetings with them. That's right. Sometimes you cover up some naked statues. full of them. Right. Five, six, seven. Let's get a lot of calls on in this last hour because I realize we're getting really cheated big time here today. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. Pound five, sixty on the AT&T line. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Thanks very much for the good work that you're doing for the community, keeping these uh, apathetic people, uh, getting them stirred up a little bit. I'm farting into the old windstorm, man. If uh, people go to stopfcc.com, there's an online uh, protest that they can sign on and become a part of and get people going to push that to get the message out to the FCC. Really? Absolutely. How come I, it's taken, how long has that been on there? Uh, since the uh, beginning of the month. You can get a link in that onto your website and get more people involved in it. Absolutely, as well. we'll do it. The uh, other thing is the Marlins might be interested in getting some of that uh, excess FCC fine money and build them a new stadium. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. There you go. We Then the taxpayers won't have to pay for it. Outstanding. Thanks, Pally. Thanks, Neil. See ya. StopFCC.com. I'm going to it right now. You don't need to play no music. I can uh, whistle Dixie and chew gum at the same time, okay? Look at this. Fed up with the government deciding what you can watch, read, and listen to, in addition to tighter definitions of indecency and higher. This is great. This is just what we need. Thank you, amigo. It's already the 16th of the month, and we're just getting around to finding out about this. Man, are we weak. And it even has a list of the uh, signatures from the various states so far. Where in the hell's Florida? You see the list? No, are I don't you see on this? No, I'm looking at naked pictures. Texas, 9,808. California, 4,619. New York, well, that's because nobody knows about this thing yet. Right. I'm looking for Florida on here. I don't see it. Georgia, 342. I don't see no Florida. I see South Dakota with 21. That's the whole state's pissed off up there. It's got to be on here somewhere. Where the hell's FL? 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 Who put the F in Florida? Huh? Oh, it's got to. Oh, there it is. 1765. So it's kind of like, well, it's, let's see. One, two, three, four, five. We're number six. And I guarantee we're going to make it number one. We're going to uh, move above and beyond everybody. Let's get the link on there right away, Eric, if not sooner, before noon, before the little hand hits the big hand. I don't want to put the pressure on you, because it might create some really a run, runny, well, you know. 
StopFCC.com. We want the link on there in big, bold, red letters. Prominent. Everybody should go to this. It says, read a message from the author of StopFCC.com. Click here. Join the campaign for free speech today. Cast your vote for the First Amendment. Help us get a million signatures. Tell your friends about StopFCC.com. If you run a website, have a blog, post a link. If you're active in message boards, post a link. If you're a member of the media, mention the link. Call radio stations, get the URL on the air. However you do it, get the word out. Together we can make a difference. And then it's got the U.S. Constitution, First Amendment. Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion or publishing the free uh, exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or the uh, press or the right of people peaceably to assemble, yada, 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 and petition the government for a redress of grievances. Remember the First Amendment? Remember how nice that used to be? Yeah. The last five people to sign the petition, and it's got names of the people. Look at that. At 11.50 a.m., just in the last, uh, in 11.50, there were five people on there. So this is growing like crazy. It doesn't have their names and addresses, does it? Uh, it just has their name in the city. Okay. doesn't have their address. I was going to fill this out. We, the undersigned, pledge our support for freedom of speech and expression on the airwaves, print the Internet, broadcast, cable, and satellite. While we realize that the government has an obligation to protect our children, surely there is, needs to be a limit on what is, to what is regulated. Adults and parents are capable of making decisions about what to watch, read, or listen to and are certainly capable of turning off or putting down anything that may offend them or their children. As voting citizens, we ask our elected officials to consider your actions in attempting to further regulate television, radio, cable, satellite, print, or and Internet content. We consider further censorship attempts to be unconstitutional and will fight these actions by voting for a politician who cares about our rights as Americans. And then it's got a thing for you to fill out. Just name, address. The, uh, Huh? So more importantly. No, name and city. It doesn't have uh, your street address. Name, uh, city, zip code, email if you want. It says for verification only. They will not show it to nobody. And then it says type your full name as a substitute for your real signature. It will serve as your e-signature. That's a beautiful thing. Anyway. Yes? More importantly. More important than this? Yeah. The ball game might be rained out. Clarence is here. He just came in to uh, let us know that. Oh, he comes in there for that? Well, guess well, what? We're important. leaving at 12.50, okay? You can do the show. <laughs> no, I don't want to do the show. No, I mean him. Oh, he can do the show. All right. Yeah, yeah. great. Great idea. I already mentally am adjusted. See, this is the problem <laughs> with these damn ball games. No, seriously, this is not acceptable. We can have Josh spin the hits. Yeah, let, let Josh play some hits, okay? We've already been told that we're getting off here at 12.50. This baloney, the ball game, might get rained out. Well, maybe it will and maybe it won't. What about if they play a half an inning and that gets rained out? What do we do then? Come back. No. I, I mean, you can come back. I'll, I'll be, be out done, to lunch. Yeah. I'll be like Clarence. I'll be out to lunch. i got a lunch date. Wow. So so what does that mean? What, so what, what, what does, does that what, mean? What that, here we are. We haven't planned any further than this. That's just what's going on. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do right now. I'm going online for Florida. <laughs> what? Nothing. Florida radar. I see. I'm going to take a puke at the weather radar because I think he's making it up in the first place. But see, he manages to come in there for that. Right. The things that the audience would like to know, the information that we need to put on here, he can't be bothered with that. No. Because he's scared of his own shadow. Let's see, Orlando, where's the uh, Florida radar that we're looking for? National radar, short range, huh? Miami radar, well, Miami radar ain't going to be showing no Jupiter. Let's see what pops up here on my thing. Oh, there it is, that's a beautiful, beautiful, lovely. 
Uh, there's a lot of rain over by Fort Myers and Sebring. There's a big blob just uh, between Fort Myers and Sarasota. I don't. Uh, I wish tell I could put this in. Uh, oh, there you go. Loop. Is this gonna? Is this gonna loop it? We're gonna do the loop de loop. Yeah, there it goes. It's looping over here. Oh man. You know that ball game? Yeah. Forget about it. Oh no. Well, no, I mean, let's see, Jupiter is uh, up there by, I, I haven't been in Jupiter in so long, by Melbourne, right, up in that area? I don't know, yeah, yeah, right, in the middle there. Well, no, seriously, is it north of Melbourne? Is it closer to Daytona Beach? It's south of uh, Melbourne. South of Melbourne. Oh, it's south of Melbourne. Man, yeah, oh, man, it's going to be raining like the end of the, it's going to be raining frogs there is what it shows here on this uh, radar. It's going to be raining <laughs> French Canadians. Because there's a huge with greens and yellows and all kind of stuff headed in that direction coming from the southwest. We could play a tape of a game. Yeah, let's play a tape of an old game. Or maybe we can play, I'll tell you what, I'll make a deal with them, okay? What I'll do is I'll just play uh, some of that Leaf game again from last night. All right, it's all the same. Yeah, we'll just play the whole Leafs game in an hour. That'll kill that last hour. How do you like that? Okay, there ain't you no know, Casey, but I'll take it. This should be a lot more exciting than any crap that he would put on here. 1157 at 560 QAM. Stay tuned. We don't know what the hell's going on here. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. Just send me from Crazy John. Get yourself some uh, mental help, John, okay? Wow. That is really yeah. a beautiful thing. I don't have time to waste with that crap. Uh, well, maybe we will have time. Now, of course, we have no log. Any any real radio station, they have what's known as a rainout log. Yeah. Just right. <laughs> well, you know that. Yeah, well. Even though you're not a sportsy kind of a guy, uh, when there's a ball game scheduled, uh, you know, like a baseball game, that things that do get rained out, they I have, have a rainout log. I've bored up many, many of them for what it's right. worth. 
whether I'm Do we have a rain out log for the one to two hour today? I think I can already answer my own question. Uh, no. no. We have a drain out log. Right. The good news is that this uh, stopfcc.com, within just a matter of moments, got three more people to sign up from Florida. We need millions, man. Nobody knows about this thing. I think a great idea would be to, uh, how do we do this? Well, if we could just send a message, I, I was going to say, I would even uh, raise some money, and I'd be willing to donate myself to, like, take out ads in major what? newspapers like the uh, New York Times and the uh, Washington Post. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To promote this website. And to promote the whole concept, the campaign for free speech, stopfcc.com. I mean, even even just among the Howard Stern supporters in uh, in the six markets, including South Florida, where he's been taken off the air, and of course those people who are peeing in their pants in New York and L.A. and where he is still on the air, and and everybody else as well. Bob and Tom, they ought to be on this, right? Right. Stern ought to be on it. Now, New York has got only 3,245 signatures. It's a distant third behind Texas and California. I think it's ironic that Texas is number one. Nice going, W. And Florida went from, uh, oh, look at this. I thought it was seven, oh, I don't know. I thought it was 1,700 and something because now it says 1,826. The signatures are uh, piling on there. Football, not good piling on, but in this piling on is uh, desired. We're going to have this on our home page. Do we have it on there already or not? I don't know. Not. Let's take a look. StopFCC.com in blue letters, no less. You're the best, Eric. You are the best. Go back to your bologna sandwich. StopFCC.com. There it is. Click on it, man. Just give it a click. When you're through looking at, uh, what's her name, Heather Mills, when you're through clicking it, click this. And there you go, and sign up on this deal, and the petition, we can have millions of people petitioning, and then, of course, what they do with these is they send them to all the members of Congress, and once they realize that the public isn't just going to sit back and take these indecency uh, bills that sound so nice and lily-white and pure uh, without, you know, without a fight, then they'll say, well, wait a minute, we better take a puke at this, huh? Right. See, that's the problem. They assume that, well, nobody supports smut and uh, indecency. Well, you know, again, what the hell is indecency? Can anybody define it? No. Does anybody know what it means? No. Does the FCC itself know what the hell they're talking about? No. No. It's like having you go out on the highway and putting out the speed limit signs in uh, when some kind of, in like, uh, Sanskrit. You know what I'm saying? Sanskrit? Instead of like regular numbers that people can understand, so that in other words, intentionally, so that you don't know what the damn speed limit is, so they can nail your ass every time. That's what the FCC is doing now. That's like what your government in action is doing. Aramaic, better. Eric, don't say that. Five six seven oh five sixty. Now, when are we going to get the word on this thing with the ball game? When are we going to get uh, some kind of? We don't know yet. When it when it either starts or doesn't, and, and then uh, some of us get to sit around just in case it uh, ends. When it either starts or it doesn't? Right. Well, if, it, if it's called rained out before uh, 1250, um, then I'll stick around. If it starts, uh, see ya. Bye-bye. Well, doesn't that make sense? Am I going to sit sure. here on my ass from between 1250 and 2 o'clock? Well, you're getting paid for the four yeah. hours. Well, guess what? I just got sick at 1250. I'll be I just that. got a bad headache. I got a Clarence Darrow headache. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. QAN, hello. Hey Neil, what's going on? Yes, sir. We're smoking it in South Beach. Oh, you probably. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. So sad, you know. So little time and so many of those. 
WQAM, hello. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the underwater it must be raining cats and dogs somewhere. The underwater colors are starting to come in. Those are my favorite. WQAM, hello. QAM. Yeah, Neil is Neil there. Speaking. Yeah, I'm in Jupiter right now. It's pouring cats and dogs. Oh, that's the end of that then. Yeah, I would say go home. <laughs> I am home. Oh, I know you're home. You're in Toronto. Thanks, Pally. It's raining cats and dogs in Jupiter. There's the report. Not looking too promising for that game. Well, that's okay. We have no... Uh, so I guess it's our Tuesday 1 to 2 hour. I reckon. Of course, the only problem is we can't play enough bits anymore that we can fill up a whole yeah, hour. We've got all these tunes. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I got a good idea. We could just play one over and over again the whole hour. All right, yeah. What do you say? All right. Something to think about. We'll uh, pull the audience, so to speak. Can we say that anymore? No. We'll uh, re make requests of the audience for their opinion. Speaking of that, let's take a look at the poll, see what's going on there. We got that uh, link to stopfcc.com. Uh, That's beautiful. I'm so I'm so grateful to that guy that called in. I just wish somebody would have done it sooner. 542 votes. How has the Clear Channel dumping of Howard Stern affected your listening? I never listened to Stern anyway. 218, 40.2%. 218. I don't listen to the radio before 10 o'clock now, 120. I listen to music in the morning now, 57. I listen to Mo and Joe Rose now, 49. I listen to Bob and Tom. Look at that, Scott. About 30, man. Magnificent choice. I listen to Old Paul and Ancient Ron now, 29. Not much change. I listen to Stern on the net now, 20. I listen to Howard David now, 11. That is embarrassing. Absolutely. And I've turned to a satellite radio, 8 out of 542. Good pull. Good response. Good luck to us all. Man, this is a beautiful thing. I got it. In fact, the uh, fabulous part about this website is it's one of those that you can uh, kind of track. You know what I mean? Because they show you the last five people to sign up uh, every uh, minute, I guess. How the hell do they do that? I don't know. I know it's, huh? It's one of those little robot things that just does well, it. Josh should be telling us that. Let's see, Florida, 1842. That means uh, another 16 people have signed up in the last few minutes. Well, that's pretty slow. Let's get with it. Let's get on it, okay? And don't be giving me this stuff. Oh, I don't want to give them the uh, uh, my name and address. Yeah, all this other. The government's going to come after me, right? If you if you're that cowardly, hop on a banana boat and get lost. Here's a guy in Lake Worth that just uh, signed on, Hector. But in the meantime, California, LA. Well, maybe there are uh, talk people doing this all around the country now. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, it would. That would be a beautiful thing. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Can I speak to Neil? Speaking. Hey, Mr. Neil, how are you? Pretty good, Mr. Caller. Hey, uh, Neil, did you catch that uh, on PBS, that uh, Patty LaBelle special with the uh, the 70s soul? No. Oh, you didn't catch that? No. Oh, it was great, man. They had all the 70s singers, all the soul guys, man. When was this? Oh, they had it in Atlantic City a couple of months back, but yeah. uh, they're showing it over and over again because PBS, you know, they, the only way they can stay on the air is uh, if they uh, get donations. Right, so, uh, begging, right. Yeah, they had everybody. They had uh, everybody but Barry White, you know, but uh, it, it was a good show. You know, the stylistics, uh, the Manhattans. By the way, I just got a bull in here. Barry White is still dead. That's the bad news. 
You know, now, Neil, I, I was watching CNN uh, last night. I'm so and sorry. And they were saying that yeah. they're still going to reprimand 40 other radio stations. Yeah. Throughout America. And, I, and this is about... Well, what, what does that mean, reprimand? Fine? You mean they're going to fine? or something or whatever. Yeah. And, 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 but, but they haven't named the stations yet. And, and they're saying mm -hmm. that this is, uh, is going to be like a surprise to the, the people because of something that they've done in the past. And I just hope one of them ain't you. No. Now, we've already checked on that. The only thing we got hanging over our heads is Pharrell. You know, and this thing with Howard Stern, he, you know, being on cable, that's one thing. You know, yeah, that, you can't censor cable. But on the radio, he, he doesn't deserve to be on the radio doing what he does. He tries to do, do the same show on the radio that he does on the TV. Why, why do you say that he doesn't deserve to be? He's been doing it for 20 years. How can you say that? Well, but he does do a lot of obscenities, though. You know, it's, it's, uh, he, he, he leaves a lot for the imagination. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's... He, he, he shouldn't be on the air doing stuff that should only. Don't agree with you at all. I, I don't. You know what? How I saw that, I don't listen to him. I haven't listened to him in years. I, I don't listen to him either. I, you know, maybe maybe at night, you know, when he's got a girl with some big boobs on there. I might like. Mm -hmm. you know, there you go. <laughs> Good luck, to you, Pally. Hang in there. All right. Same to you. Twelve thirteen at five sixty WQAM. Stopfcc.com. The campaign for free speech. This is our lucky day, man. Oh. Wow. We've been looking for an outlet, an inlet, an uh, uplet, a downlet, a droplet, something to try to find, to build a little momentum here, a place where people can go and express their frustration and their anger and their disgust and nip this in the bud before we're just totally out of control, if that's possible. Give it a shot. 1213 at 560 WQM. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need, the only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are incredible. You pay zero closing costs. Zero application fee, zero credit bureau fee, even zero discounted points. Get yourself that unbeatable new low interest rate at just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, you pay only 334 a month. If you have a $200,000 loan, you pay only 668 a month. And don't forget, once you refinance or get a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you'll never, ever pay closing costs again. So call that toll-free number, 1-866-395-LEND. Get that low-rate mortgage you deserve, then move to your next property with no further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property. Get the new low-rate financing of just 1.25% with the only one mortgage from Financial Group. For details, call that new toll-free number, 1-866-395-LEND, and never pay closing costs again, 1-866-395-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Rates subject to change monthly, 4.21 APR. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Tired of playing FCC, fans for me. Feeling so censored, my show is now sterile Don't know what you expect me to be But under arrest next, take me off my show Shock shocks have got to go, that stern has got to go Every word that I say is under the microscope Don't know who's next to go, get in line or I hit the road
Pop Martinez, it's raining fancy dogs in Jupiter. That's the latest word. Uh, also, I got a uh, email here from your best friend, Norma Kent. Yes. Oh, uh, forward uh, his email address to me. Why is that? So that I can email him that other email that I sent to you that other day, or remember? Oh, yeah. Anyway, it says, hello, dear, I tread these waters, but AIDS Project Florida and the Baltimore Orioles are conducting an AIDS awareness night on Saturday, March 27th at 7 p.m. at the Orioles Stadium, Commercial Boulevard in Fort Lauderdale. It's the only evening home game before the start of the season. It's a fundraising effort. Tickets are available by calling the Development Department at 954-537-4111 for only 20 bucks. Could you be kind enough to promote it on your show? I think I just did, Norma. Or put a link uh, on your site to uh, www.apfl.org so that people might acquire seats online to support this worthy cause. Signed, your fag lawyer and agent. Thank you. P.S. By the way, I tried, but the Liberal Radio Network wanted a real queen, so they took Randy. When she busts out, they have your name and number if they last that long. See, I wasn't referring to the uh, that make-believe radio network. That's not what I was talking about. But I don't want to. Why even go through this again, you know? Because I'm not going right. to go back to doing that kind of show. Light bulb radio, I'm not doing that no more. Uh, see what I'm saying? Because that's what they want. And unfortunately, that's going to go over like Halava in um, Beirut, Denmark. So there you go. The uh, Let's see. Saturday, March 27th. What I'll do is I'll uh, fax this to you during the okay. next break. What? Okay. And you'll have the uh, email address you're looking for. And then also you can uh, pass this on to Eric, and we can put a little uh, blurb on this on there, right? Okay. Okay. So there you go, Norma. No extra charge, okay? In fact, how about a discount now? Since you and Greg have such a great relationship, five six seven zero five sixty. Now, only thing about this website, I'm a little bit concerned. I'm trying to refresh it. Are you looking at it? This stop the FCC dot com. Not right now. Well, why that. not? What 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 are you thinking about, man? What Look are you thinking on our about? website? Oh, it's it just changed again. Nineteen oh nine. It doesn't refresh like our thing does. In other words, uh, every few minutes it does. Right. Nineteen hundred nine, which means uh, this thing is zooming up. That's another eighty eighty three in Florida. Just in the last couple of minutes here. Let's see. Here's yeah. Here's uh, Jean in Fort Lauderdale just uh, did her thing, and then California is coming in heavy duty. So maybe somebody on here out there. It's 9:20 in the morning out there. Am I in there yet? We got people, huh? Am I in there yet? Oh, you uh, did your thing? Yeah. I can't figure out how to get to that. To get to what? What you're looking at. In a little readout. When you log on to stopfcc.com. Uh huh. And you're looking at all the states on the left? Right. That it shows how many from Texas and California and Arizona and New See? Mexico, like Howard Dean. And you've got that little gray thing with the First Amendment there? Okay. Under that, the last five people to sign the petition. Oh, I see. I'll now, of that. course, you might not ever come up on there because, um, you see what I'm saying? Right. There's so many people log on to it that you might, it might, depending on when they get in, I don't know. Ask uh, Josh there. He, he can tell you how that works. Can't he? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, he can't tell you. Don't worry about it, okay? Believe me, if you, it's not like voting in Florida where you don't know if your vote counts. If you sent the thing in there, uh, you're on it. Because the number is, see, what I'd like to see happen, and if we have to stick around here until 2 o'clock, which is going to be really uh, unfortunate for some of us who are, yeah, see, you get, you know how it works. You get emotionally and mentally prepared. The show is uh, X number of hours long. And then all of a sudden you find, oh, guess what? You got another hour and ten minutes to go. Holy crap! See, I want to see us hop over Ohio and Pennsylvania and New York and California and Texas, right? Yeah. That's what I want to see us do right during the show. 
Right. I want to see us hop next over Ohio. <laughs> and then Pennsylvania. <laughs> and then New York. <laughs> and California. <laughs> and Texas. <laughs> okay. Now, we'll pass Ohio like they're standing still. Because we got 1909 in Florida signatures, and Ohio's got 1980, which wasn't a very good year. Reagan got in. Hey, Travis, we can't read these faxes. Pardon? Change your font size, Travis. Yeah, Travis, uh, change your font size, okay? And the guy in New York keeps faxing, even though we can never read his faxes at all. What guy in New York? Uh, 908-204-1705. Well, don't yeah, give it out on the air. It's not a fax number. I can't fax him back. I've tried a million times. Yeah. It's the only way that he'll know. Now we can't read his faxes. We're talking he's about listening him. on the Internet. He obviously wouldn't be faxing right. unless he was listening. Hey, guy in New York, we can't read your faxes, 908, whatever you are. Anyway, when you get back to business here and stop worrying about that, there's a nice uh, circular bin sitting right underneath that fax machine there. Just fill it up. And then throw some of the faxes in there, too. We'll pass Ohio like they're standing still. And then we got a good shot at Pennsylvania, 24-23. It'll take us a while to get to the top. By the end of the week, that's my goal, okay? I mean, granted, it doesn't make all that much difference where the uh, signatures come from, but at least that will make a difference. See what I'm saying? Make yeah. a little bit of a difference in your life before they stick your ass in a box and stick it in the ground. Just make a little bit of difference. And, and this goes back to what I talked about at the beginning of the show. I want to thank that guy profusely who called in with this uh, website. And I want to chastise the rest of you people out there. Where the hell have you been, huh? Hiding under a rock somewhere, is that it? Yes. I guess. How come it took that guy for us to find out? See, we're so isolated on this radio station, man, on his sports bullcrap station. They can't even get their goddamn ball games on because a little thing is like a little rain, okay? They rain out hockey games? No. Football games? No. Huh? Squash? No. No. Cricket? No. No. Horse racing? No. Didn't get rained out unless it's a, like a deluge like the end of the world. They slosh around there in the mud and the muck. Right? Yeah. That's when it's great, when the track sure. is like muddy up to the horse's knees, Fun man. Watching. It's a beautiful thing. And the drivers all got them goggles on there. And Donald Brainerd turns around and goes back to the paddock in the middle of the race. Nice going, Donnie. Somebody give him a compass and a road map. Anyway, we're gonna uh, we'll get to over two thousand here very soon. Now what did we have? We had seventeen hundred and something when we started. I think we're already making an impact on here, mister. Stopfcc.com. Fed up with the government deciding what you can watch, read, and listen to, in addition to tighter definitions of indecency and higher fines for broadcasters, the FCC is also talking about regulating cable and satellite broadcasts. I never did read the message from the author, by the way. I never clicked on that. Did you? No. He says, oh, I, you know something? I just did. And I think I'm going to print it out and read it. Anyway, it says, help us get a million signatures. Tell your friends about StopFCC.com. If you're on a website or have a blog, post the link. If you're active in message boards, post the link. If you're a member of the media, mention the link. Call radio stations. Get the URL on the air. However you do it, get the word out. Together we can make a difference. And then it's got the First Amendment right there in front of your face. Not too complicated. And then it keeps changing. The last five people, and the one I printed out at 1158, three of the five were from Florida. One in North Miami and two in Fort Lauderdale. How do you like that? And this outstanding? Outstanding. So we can actually see now, you know, there's no guarantees. It's a long shot, you know what I mean? But give it a shot. Make an effort. Don't just sit back and roll over and play dead. Here's a fax from, uh, what does it say? I live about five minutes from the stadium. It is raining now. Jupiter's about 20 miles north of West Palm Beach. 20, yeah, I know where it is. I've been there. 20 miles south of Stewart, northern Palm Beach counter from Jupiter, John. I've been there, John, but trying to forget it. 
It's out of this world. I noticed you said Howard is on the net. Since I heard him say he's not, just where and how do people pick him up on the net? Could someone tell me? Um, where have I seen that thing where it shows you how you can hear Howard on the net? I give up. Damn it. I've, I've seen it on the net. Some bet if they do a search, they could find it. Yeah, just, just to do a search, Howard Stern, it'll show you how you can uh, have to go through a big song to dance, which is why more people aren't listening. Wow, this is uh, Banner Day. Just when we thought we were just about done with our doing our duty here, and of course one to two hour, which if we have no ball game, it looks pretty dubious. In that now, now what's the deal here? Are we actually going to go to them and then they're going to go through a long song and dance? Say, well, we're sitting here we're in a rain delay. Uh, is that the way it's going to work? Or are we just going to say the rain, the game we has been canceled? Don't know, and uh, probably the second one. Probably the second one. What? In other words, we're probably not going to go to them if they call the game. Of course, you're asking Clarence, who uh, has got uh, nobody on the air between 10 and 11 o'clock scheduled to work tonight, so we have an hour of silence then. So why don't we just have an hour of silence? I'll tell you what, we'll swap. We'll make a trade. This is like a baseball trade. We'll make the trade with uh, the big O and Eddie K. We'll trade them the 10 to 11 hour to Ed Kaplan for the uh, 1 to 2 hour. See what I'm saying? Right. So Eddie, Eddie can go on at 10, and then we'll just have the dead hour, the silent hour between 1 and 2. <laughs> of course, the only problem with that is, oh, that's another point. Who's going to be on at 2? I never thought about that. We don't know. If the game is rained out, who's going to be on at 2 o'clock, Clarence? All of these things. Man, you talk about preparation, and this is supposed to be the sports expert, this punts. What a little punk. 28 past noon at 560 WQM. Spring into savings right now and save like never before. On a great new car or truck from Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. They're on US 1, 20 minutes south of the 836. Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is worth the drive no matter where you're hanging it out to save thousands on great new Toyotas. Check out these great leases. An 04 Camry or 4Runner for just 269 a month for 48 months. How about an 04 Highlander for just 309 a month? Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in America? Just 179 a month for 48 months. These are just some of the savings going on right now as I speak at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. And now with the toll increases on the turnpike on people using cash, Armstrong's Toyota will give you a free sun pass when you get your new car or truck there. General Manager David Rich and his staff will do whatever it takes to put you in a great new Toyota today. So experience the Armstrong Toyota of Homestead difference. They're locally owned and operated, and they're committed to making you a happy camper 100%. Their service department is open late weeknights to late to make sure your service work is done and done right, too. Easy to get there no matter where you live. It's right at US 1 and 293rd Street in Homestead. Just 20 easy minutes south of the 836. So please do yourself a favor. Don't waste your time at those mega dealers or car giants who always overpromise and underdeliver and get you to their dealerships under false pretense. Get a great deal by calling our good friend David Rich, the GM at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead, 305-242-3247. 305-242-3247. Drive a little and save a ton on that great new Toyota at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Bush hates gays. Bush hates gays. See how he'll pass a gay amendment ban. While off to San Francisco they go to become a married home. Always disgusted unless you're a head. The union of a man and woman is the most enduring human institution. So what are you actually going to do, George? Our nation must enact a constitutional amendment to protect marriage in America. I heard that you once got married to a bottle of whiskey. One of the best decisions I ever made. <laughs> I was drinking Jack Daniels all the time. Party, party, party. <laughs> 
26-1 at 560 WQM. We may or may not have Marlins baseball. Looks pretty unlikely, I would say, wouldn't you? Unlikely. When you take a look at that radar, man, it is just like yeah. the end of the world is coming up there in Jupiter. Looks like a whole lot of rain is going to fall on Jupiter and maybe spill over to Uranus. Here's the uh, message from the guy that uh, put this website, started it. StopFCC.com. He says, I started StopFCC.com because I'm tired of politicians standing up and talking about protecting our freedom one day, and then the next day they're pushing the FCC to find a broadcaster millions of dollars of rewards that offend a few campaign contributors. A few large media companies and politicians get to decide what I can watch, read, and listen to. I guess in this election year, freedom only means fighting terrorism and doesn't include the First Amendment. Now the FCC is talking about trying to regulate cable and satellite. When did this country turn communist? We need to tell the government that this is not acceptable, and the only thing they seem to want to listen to is votes and money, especially in election year. The whole idea here is to collect a lot of legitimate names, not like some of these other petitions you see on the net that are more about advertising than making a difference. This is for real. We verify email addresses. We ask for an e-signature made possible by legislation passed by President Clinton. When you sign this petition, it's like signing a legal document. This is the real deal. Once we get a lot of names, we plan on sending letters to politicians that say things like, Dear Senator ABC, whatever his name is, based on the statistics from the petition at stopfcc.com, there are 12,345 people in your district who have pledged support for free speech and against further censorship. We urge you to reconsider your recent actions to the FCC and pledge your support for free speech. Show the voters you are serious about their First Amendment rights. We already have had people from different government servers looking at the petition. The more people that sign the petition, the more attention we'll get. Help support the campaign, sign the petition, and then tell as many people as you can about what we're trying to do. Thanks for your support, Scott. P.S. If you're a member of the media would like more information about the campaign, please email me. Listen to me on Howard Stern on March 11th. Well, that's five days ago. So this guy was on with uh, Howard. Got it? Got it. Well, let me ask you something. If he was on with Howard, how come they only got 3,253 signatures from New York? Oh, it's because he's not on any of those stations anymore. In New York? I'm kidding. No, seriously, if he was on with Howard... Howard's audience isn't politically unmotivated. What are you talking about? Howard's audience? You mean the... <laughs> that part of the audience? Yeah, then the lesbians and baloney on the butt. The, the baloney on the butt crowd? Yeah. I'm sure glad you said on the butt. That's right. Five six seven, just shut up. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. So we're waiting breathlessly here to find out what the hell the deal is going to be with the uh, ball game, with the very very important Marlins Orioles game, and of course tomorrow night the game that originally was scheduled in New York according to Clarence will be played instead at the Mac Arena, the Islanders and the Panthers. Big hockey game. Panthers a chance to move within five points of maybe a possible playoff spot and maybe hop over Buffalo. That Leaf went over Buffalo last night in overtime 6-5. That might deflate the Sabres enough that they're just going to tank it now. WQAM, hello. Question. Yes, Our sir? present situation, the economy, freedom of speech, yeah. employment, is that due to the Bush administration or is that due to the after effects of the Clinton administration? The after effects of the Clinton administration? Or the, the Bush administration presently. What do you think? They've been in office for three years. How long are you going to be blaming Clinton? I don't know. Sometimes there's a latency effect. Uh, a Things latency? Don't happen overnight. Latency. I think if you look in the mirror, you'll understand the true meaning of that word, sir. Latent. 
5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. You know, the rest of the world, they're on the bush and have been for a long time. And I'm looking at these polls again, the ones that came out today, the very latest, and it's almost even. Stephen, he's appointed to a head of Kerry. How is this possible? This man should be in, in impeachment proceedings right now. Just lie to the public, trample all over their rights, pass a phony Medicare bill that's as phony as an $82 bill, do everything in your power until finally pressure uh, starts to make you cave in as far as prescription drugs, importation of cheaper drugs from Canada so the public doesn't have to continue to get raped, continue defending all of your friends in big business and giving tax cuts to the rich, continue uh, justifying the outsourcing of millions of jobs, continue making up numbers of new jobs that you're going to create that never materialize, and the American people are like, like that. Well, what does it take? What does it take? And just like this issue, here's a, here's a guy that's trying very hard to do something. And I'm looking at these numbers. I mean, this thing has been on there since the first of the month, evidently. And the grand total of signatures is about, well, I don't know, 40-some thousand. He should have like 10 million signatures on here already. Of course, again, keep in mind, probably a lot of, a lot of people don't know about it. We sure didn't. Mm -mm. We'll see. We'll see how many, like I said before at the beginning of the show, how many people will write a letter, will make a, send a fax, send an email, do anything, make a phone call. Most people, like these talk shows, you know, it's like I've always told you, talk is cheap. Bop, 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 you know, everybody's got a big mouth. But when it comes to really following through, like, like I, the, the thing, if he was on with Howard Stern on the 11th of March, and they right. have 3,245 signatures from, and that's New York State. How is that possible? Mm -hmm. Can you explain it to me? Mm -mm. California, which Howard's on in L.A., 4,675. Something's rotten somewhere. WQM, hello. Yeah, QM? Yes, sir. Listen, I'm calling to find out about it. I think they're one of your sponsors, um, the Ticket Defense Team. Right. Do they have a 1-800 number? I yes, sir, they sure do. 1-800-741-8326. 741-8326. Eight three two six. You know where they're located? Gables, right? Where are they, George? I don't know. Gables. Give them a call. All right. Thanks, man. You bet. Sorry, I, was, I was talking to Duff about what we're doing, and we are going to be throwing it to them, and uh, they might throw it back at us. But we're back it at out. you. Yeah. Well, well, what does that mean? For how they're long? For we're going to throw it to them. We're going to throw it to them, and then some of us, Josh and myself, are going to be waiting around. Well, what does that mean? In other words, we don't, we go. haven't had a determination yet whether the game is going to be played? Correct. So, in other words, that, that's like a message, uh, leave, go to lunch at 1250. Is that what Duff is saying? Go to lunch? George. <laughs> that was a question. Generally, when there's a question yeah. asked, one hopes for an answer. We don't, we're expected to wait around. No one's expecting you to. Why not? How much are you getting paid? They would like for you to stay around, but no one's going to tell you that. No one has the balls to say. I'll hey, be glad here. to stay around. My, uh, listen, I weigh 600 pounds. I can wait another hour for lunch. <laughs> you got such a bunch of pussies there. Meh, meh, meh. Why didn't they just say, hang around. The game's going to probably get rained out. Just wait a few minutes. They'll send it back to you. And then just uh, and then uh, figure out what we're going to do at 2 o'clock. What yeah. is wrong, man? It, seriously, I couldn't go through life like that if I were that much of a coward. <laughs> No, if I were as spineless as most of the people in that building, and you know where it comes from, like the, the, the old saying, if the fish stinks at the head, 
If it's rotten at the head, then the rest of it is rotten. And that's the problem. You've got a spineless leader there in that joint, and everybody else just walks around just shaking in their boots, uh, peeing in their pants. They're afraid of their own shadow. Brother, I'll stay here right for the duration. How do you like that? I'm not going to let you uh, I mean, uh, do the last hour. No, well, you're better when you're prepared. You're not uh, You're not on top of it when you just come and say, here, here you go, George. Or like the day that the power went out here. Remember that day? Yeah, well, there was a lot of chaos that day. And too, I kept yeah. telling you we had 30 minutes, <laughs> and the power, the backup power supply was going to like, and sure enough, it started going right tick, 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 like that, and that was it. And then I ran in the other room and finished the uh, uh, some of the show on the phone. Right, which was fun. We'll get it done, Duff. Don't worry about it, okay? you got some real broadcasters here. Not a bunch of old sports jocks. They used to round sniffing each other's crotches somewhere in the locker room. You're talking about some real broadcasters here. One of whom, meaning me, has sniffed plenty of scratches. And not in the locker room either. Anyway, stopfcc.com. Man, I think we hit the mother load today. Oh! Huh? Florida. Look at that. We're over 2,000 now. 2003. We just passed Ohio! Oh! Do you see that? Woo! I'm proud. We're 15 signatures ahead of Ohio. This is the most exciting thing that... And even if it doesn't amount to a, a pee hole in the snow, as they say, at least, ah! right, at least somebody's getting a little bit of excitement, ah! motivation, do something, make a statement for once ah! in your life. Stand up and have a spine, unlike the people at QAM. Have a spine. Instead of laying in the supine position all your life, have a spine. Take the U out of supine. Have a spine. What the hell is that? Country. No, seriously, what, what was that, my cell phone going off? I didn't have one. Who the hell would be calling me on my cell phone in the other room now in the middle of my show? Rimmer. Wait a minute. was a call for Brian. For Brian? Right. Brian Cates. You know him? No. I don't either. It was the wrong number. Oh. <laughs> that was pretty. Ex that was exciting, though. <laughs> yeah. Some young guy. I don't know what he looks like. Hey, oh, don't, don't go there. <laughs> Not out of the current climate. Like I said, I wonder what he like. That is exciting. We moved ahead of Ohio, and uh, by the end of the show, by 2 o'clock, well, we got 400 to go to catch Pennsylvania. But by the time I sit my fat ass down here tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock, I predict we're going to be in second place behind only Texas. Why? I wonder why Texas is so big. Maybe maybe this Scott guy, maybe this guy is uh, from Texas, you think? Could be. Maybe they got the word around there. Or maybe because the Texans are, they're on the bush, they know right. what this is all about. They know all about him. They're on to it big time. So I guess if you keep refreshing this, and then you can take a look and see the last five people, where they came from. Look at that Florida 2021. We're edging in on Pennsylvania. And as I look at the bottom here where it says the last five people, uh, nope, nobody from Florida. I New Jersey. Before I refreshed it, there was a Fort Lauderdale earlier. New Jersey, Illinois, California, New York, and California again. So somebody must be on the air in California pushing this right now, which is great because it's like uh, 945 in the morning out there. So just keep banging away at it, folks. StopFCC.com. WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing? Pretty good. 
Hey, listen, I got a thing uh, about Rush Limbaugh here. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, from the Parade magazine over the weekend. Uh-huh. The fucker makes dirt. Okay, great. Uh, on that note, we better do the break. Yeah, come on. And local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. Okay, that the ball game is coming up briefly. Not. We'll just go to the uh, Marlin Network, right? And then they're going to throw it back at us, back at you, right, or something, or something like that. Just uh, stand by, stand by for more crap. Jesus Christ. Oi!